It's Monday, February 21st, 2022, back here in the brand new studio, St. Louis, Missouri, in the basement. Scotty Scoop, the Giggler, I'm your host, Logan. This is the season three premiere of Mostly Superheroes. Hello and welcome to Mostly Superheroes, a weekly pursuit for the world's best stories with an emphasis on live action superhero stuff. Oh my God, it's so good to be back in our brand new studio. I'm not going to mess around. Let's go to this guy. You know him. He's the giggler. What is up? Andy, tell me. Tell me what you think. I love it. You've been giving us a little breadcrumbs here and there, like photo, like little... Well, teasers. Yes. And you, like the, the whole thing, it, it's it, it overwhelmed for just our audio listeners. It. Just random, random word. What do you what do you see? What do you love most right here? Batman. Mm -hmm. Just extravaganza. Mm -hmm. Lots of Batman. Just everything I could ever want. Captain America shield. You might remember, hey, this call out to our boy PC Mike. He said I could keep this Batman cut out as long as I had the podcast. Well, now it's front and center. Same with this right, right here. The new WrestleMania is coming up. WrestleMania. We did Royal Rumble for your birthday. We still got the belt. We got the shelf. We got signs everywhere. Like I said, it's kind of like a studio, but it's also kind of like a little kid's bedroom. I love it. Scotty. Thank you for this. Scotty. So good to be here. Scotty. Scoop. What's up, folks? This looks fantastic. One of the things I'm most excited about, I can look Andy, the giggler, right in the eye. As we speak, mm -hmm. that is and nice. I can I can call him out directly uh -huh, on anything nice. I don't agree with. I like it a lot closer in proximity, but yes. hopefully, like this isn't like a two. This is like a intimate roundtable discussion. Yes. I got to give a shout out to the table, and also I got to give a shout out to my lady, my partner with mostly superheroes, our creative president Carrie. Basically, 99% of everything you see in here was her brainchild. She knew the little things. We got a new banner. We got the board with the title. This table is actually her old family table that her parents gave us. And we also have a desk that she uh, uh, it came from Carrie's old place. We're bringing in things that we use since day one into it. But man, professional, sharp, four mics, five cameras, soundproof. We got, got the soundproofing. We got foam on the walls, on the ceilings. We are bringing it for 2022, man. I think we're putting our foot on the gas. We told you guys some major updates were coming. And this is a special thank you to our fans and to our Patreon patrons, because this is where the money goes. Right here. So good for you to have you guys back. I miss you guys so much. It's been a long time. Yeah. And I think we did it at the perfect time of the year where movies had kind of taken a quick break. We The last time we were in here was Spider-Man No Way Home. And since then, there have been a couple of powerhouse series that yeah. come out. We're going to talk about one of them today. It's on Disney+. Plus. You probably have heard of it by now. Star Wars area book of Boba Fett is the meat. We cannot wait to do it. But like we said, everything's a little different, but it's still mostly the same. This is mostly superheroes. Let's open it up with the fans. Fan mail. We will still always open the show for fan mail. Before I go any further, I have to ask you guys, what do you think of the new slides? Looks great. Swag. Yep. Totally different. I, I dig it. 
got some stu- carries to elevate us uh, big time here. Uh, I, 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 it took me a minute to tell what it was, but I can see now. Yeah, it's meant to like it's like a background image blends in. It's a studio and we have a studio phone hasn't gone anywhere. It's 754 call log. That's 754-225-5564. You can save that in your phone is mostly superheroes. You can text it. You can call it. Terms and rates do apply, but leave us a message and we'll get you into the show. Again, no idea if that's true. It's a Google Voice phone number. So totally free. Probably free. Shout out Google Voice for making phone, getting phone numbers super easy. Yeah. If you have internet, you can have a phone number. We do have a voicemail. Can't wait to play it. Before we do that, we have a little shout out to a person from YouTube who gave us a comment. You guys might remember. Get back the Beatles documentary, three part limited documentary on Disney Plus. Before I even read this fan mail from Amy. Can't wait to read this. Scotty, did you ever watch this thing? I have not. I forgot all about it, but uh, you know I've been uh, a little work in the basement lately, working on some puzzles. Yes, and I think this is going to be the next, the next turn on the Beatles. Yeah, this th- this documentary while idea. we're putting the puzzles together. Yes, switch this on. I think it'd be perfect. This is a really great uh, feature to watch while you puzzle because you got the yeah, time for sure. You're kicking it. And you hear the music I, and the. I gotta give a shout out, man. You got some great puzzles. Oh man, yeah, I'm loving it. You should see the next one I got coming up. If you want to see these things, this is how we're gonna tease this out. You got to join the mostly superhero squad on Facebook. Yeah, come to the squad. Come to the squad. That's where it all started for you. Yeah. Oh, for sure. That was it. Like he was Scotty Scoop. On, we called him Scotty on the street. I think we might have yeah. to bring that back if we yeah. maybe this Friday. Maybe we'll get Scotty maybe on the street little, back out yeah. there. <laughs> uh, Andy, did you ever see this yet? No, not yet. I almost heard it on the other day, but. I was like, I can't. I don't know if I can undertake. Isn't it like three hours per episode or whatever? Like uh, yeah, two, it's three, three hours per episode. Three episodes is is what you want to call it. Yeah, I need more time to undertake such a thing. So. And also, it, needs, there. it also needs to be like downtime a little bit. Pull that mic up to you a little yeah. bit and see. Like, and we're gonna be. This is like this is test one. Me and Carrie did a run through episode zero. Might be, might be some Patreon content one day. We'll see. I have to get Carrie's approval on that. Yeah. But this is a test, too. Okay, so you haven't seen this yet. You haven't seen this yet. I will say again, make it a downtime thing. Maybe on the weekend when you got a few hours to kill. When, right? Yeah. But when you do, put this on. We had Amy Galvin from YouTube. Really appreciate the comment. She says, it was amazing. A lot of A's. A lot of A's. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven A's. Watching the process of these brilliant four, all before they were 30, creating such iconic music was fantastic. Amy, I completely agree. Had so much fun watching this. Thank you for shouting us out on YouTube and watching it back. You enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. it sounds like you guys got to get on the train. Yeah, I'm on it. Let's give it up for Amy. And this next one, folks, fan voicemail. We love featuring voices on the show. This is a podcast after all. Audio is what we're about. And this one comes from a very special person that I do know. His name is Aaron S. We'll keep that last name private, of course. Aaron. This guy is actually uh, an old family friend and called, has been actually listening to the show for a while, which is a surprise. I had no idea until he left this message. Let's hear from him now. Oh, hold on. Hold on. I've got this. You guys have no idea. This is box. why. This is why I put this speaker, this, uh, Set up right here with the keyboard and the mixer. Because now watch. You guys ready for this? Hey, my name's Aaron, longtime family friend of Logan. Uh, absolutely love the podcast. Just gonna start off. Uh, phone number is six one eight. Bro, 
just finished season two, episode 41, I believe it was, of Venom Let There Be Carnage. Uh, loved the review. I was surprised you guys didn't get more into the movie, like, as fans. Um, I was a big comic fan of it. So my favorite part was probably where at the end you guys were talking about and the officer all of a sudden his eyes flashed blue. Uh, my assumption, and from the comic books, that's going to be mayhem. So it's going to set up for a huge symbiote fight, which should be pretty exciting. Um, and then back to previous episodes, uh, you guys were talking about the Marvel zombies. I actually picked up some books a while back. Uh, I had the Avengers disassembled, Marvel zombies had all of them, and then Marvel zombies dead days. If you get the chance, definitely good reads. I know the Giggler is a big fan of comic books. If you have not checked them out yet, I do highly recommend it. Um, other than that, you guys are amazing. I love all the fillers you guys do and all the input. It makes me go back and rewatch the movies. So just keep doing it. We love it. And you guys rock. That's Aaron. Yeah. Some good recommendations. Oh, yeah. Um, it's funny that Giggler got called out as the comic book resident fan. What do you yeah. think about that? Uh, it's, I'm a little hurt. <clears throat> yeah. Aaron, yeah. My boy. Yeah, he loves the Giggler. Can't wait to meet him. Scotty Scoop, why don't you tell us? So first one was Mayhem, a Venom yeah. character. Yeah. And that's going to, uh, another symbiote. It's going to start, a, a, I think, some sort of uh, symbiote war. Mm-hmm. I Ta- think we're going to get more than one in the next film. Talking about uh, Venom, Venom Let There Be Carnage. Yep. This was like a little something that was kind of teased toward the end yeah. of the movie. Yeah. And then what else did he mention? Marvel Zombies? Marvel Zombies. Yeah, I've, I've got them, folks, if, you, if anybody's interested. They're at your house. Yes, they're at my house. Have you read those on your- No, I haven't. Your Marvel, uh, what is it, Marvel Unlimited? Yeah, I have not, not yet. All right. Well, thank. You. Oh, go ahead. I haven't I haven't got on there in a while, but I've I've been looking for something. So, I appreciate the suggestion, Aaron, and I'm maybe I'll report back next week with some findings. I think you should. I mean, he gave you a really special shout out. Yeah, for real. Like the, he even called you yeah, the comic book guy. Yeah, you're that, the expert. Take right? that seriously. <laughs> yeah, you're the Trust comic me, book, aren't you? I have about a thousands at home. Oh yeah, on <laughs> in a nap. Yeah, on my app. phone. Um, <laughs> I gotta say, yeah, Aaron, man, thanks so much for calling. Uh, real joy to hear from this guy. This is actually one of. Uh, like this guy goes back further in my past than a lot of people around nowadays. Actually, was in the next door neighbor to where I the house where I grew up. Okay, oh, and, cool. And I actually became really good friends with his brother Robert. And I met Robert because I was I was five years old, and I was digging a, in our sandbox. We had a sandbox, so I guess we were kind of rich. Yeah, for sure. And Aaron, or not Aaron, Robert. I don't see him at all, but all I see as I'm digging is water, like just filling my sand hole. Well, it wasn't water. Oh, no. And an eight-year-old Robert, because he was a few years older than me, and he would actually be the one to teach me a lot of lessons early in my life. A lot of lessons. He was the one that was like three years ahead, so he'd be the one like, this oh, is yeah. what it's going to be like yep. in middle school. This is what it's going to be like in high school. Um, Aaron and Robert, man, me and my siblings cross over with them all the time. And Aaron, I see you on social media. seems like you're doing all right out there. Love that you're supporting the pod. It was great to hear from you. And we want to get more callers just like Aaron. 754 call log. That's 225-5564. And we'll keep opening up with fans as always. And it's been a while. We got one chunk to feature here. Let's talk about some news. News and rumors. Guys, let's talk about the MCU. All right. There was a trailer recently. There's a movie coming out. What? You might have heard of it. It's called Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, May 6, 2022. It's coming around. 
and I read this great article. I kind of skimmed it because you guys know how I am with spoilers, but 23 Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness details from their Super Bowl trailer that are simply mind-blowing. This was an article from BuzzFeed, Nora Dominic over there. We'll be sure to include the link to this in today's description. Let's get into it right now. You guys know how I am with these trailers. I've made some big comments about trailers this year. I'm watching the first one. You might get me on the second if it's early enough and if I can make the judgment call. But like you're talking trailer three, number four, number five. I don't want it. Yeah. I, I want to walk into these movies and not know. So I want to go to you guys and call out some things that maybe you saw in this trailer. And I'm open to volunteers here because I bet one of you, Andy, Scotty, what was the favorite thing? What, what's a, give me like two or three things you saw in this trailer that you're really excited for. Because, I mean, this is public domain. I'll give a spoiler alert for the trailer. Hit us with it. Um, I think the the biggest thing I'm excited about is the Illuminati. Oh God, mm. they're they're here. Oh boy! So we said spoiler alert for this trailer, and this yes. is exactly what I'm talking about. So if you don't want to hear this stuff again, just get out of here. Tell us about the Illuminati. Who are these guys? The Illuminati is uh, uh, some of the biggest heroes in the universe. Um, Charles Xavier, mm-hmm. Mister Fantastic, mm-hmm. Namor. Yep, that's like the Aquaman. Uh, uh, yeah, and for Marvel, Aquaman. Aquaman. Um, mm-hmm. We've got uh, Doctor Strange. We've got uh, sometimes Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and and they're, they're like the they're group. the people behind the scenes, you know, and they they make huge decisions mm-hmm. on on the fate of their universe. And and you've seen these guys throughout some comics. Yes. And other comics like based around them in general. Oh yeah, for sure. Probably super popular. Yes. So this is like the this is kind of like it's like event level stuff. Of course. Yeah. Which is, is where we a, are. Is this a multiversal level thing? Or this is just for this this is the universe that we know. Just for the one that we know. Now in the trailer, this is definitely a multiversal thing because we get who we are to believe is Patrick Stewart. Right. You know, we, we hear the voice. We see the silhouette. Well, not just a regular silhouette that, like, kind of stepped into frame. It he, seemed like they kind of roll. wheels up. Either wheels up. Or into like, the frame. Or, like, vampire gliding. Yeah. Because either way, it was a horizontal <laughs> shift in movement. Yes. And also the robots that were leading him up there were definitely, like, Ultron, but yes. not Ultron. They yes. looked like Ultron droids. It's almost as if, like... This is uh, like successful Ultron program almost. No, I don't know how Should up be. on the rumors you guys are. I mean, I'm telling you, who are we talking to? I'm, I, I, I don't even like to go down any of these rabbit holes. Right. I'm only talking about this more okay. as like a favor to the fans. Okay. Like, uh, so, so I haven't gone down these rabbit holes, but I'll do it for now if it's speculation. Y- Ultron bots, obviously. There's got to be an Iron Man. To- an Iron Man. Right. Maybe I'm not, not going to say Tony Stark. Well, yeah. But an Iron Man. Yes. Um, there's rumors that it's the superior Iron Man. Right. Which is a, a, an iteration of Iron Man in the comics. I've been hearing about like maybe a Tom Cruise. Oh, my gosh. I, would, I would lose my mind. In a good way or a bad way? In a great way. Like, he, you'd be fine with he, it. When they rumored him in, like, 2007, yes. that was my guy. You wanted that. I wanted that. Wow. Yes. Okay. 100%. Interesting. Um, you know what vibes I got when I saw like those Ultron bots and like that, you know, you, if it's the Illuminati, which we're leading to believe it is. Yes. You think that's pretty confident? Oh, I think that's a, it's a lock. Ha- okay. So this is what the vibe I got. You guys watch Rick and Morty? Yes. And the Citadel of Rick. <laughs> the Council yes. of Ricks. And it, yeah, it's like the whole thing where they kind of got together and were like, listen, all this is going on. 
these are the brightest minds in the Marvel comics. This isn't yes. just uh, the Avengers, which is like, no offense, but, you know, you got the Hulk, you know, and now you got like this group of like the smartest of the smart. Yes. OK, Andy, what did you see that you liked? What do you feel about Wanda? It looks like she's going to oh, be a yeah. pretty heavy role in this. Oh, Wanda yeah. Maxima. I can't For wait sure. like to see pick up where that I can't wait to rewatch WandaVision just to kind of get a vibe. Yeah. Remind myself where that all left off. Um, oh, man, what, what else? Just, I think anyone is fair game to show up in this movie, so I'm I'm so pumped for that. It could be like we're gonna we're gonna blow up multiple times during this. It's, it's gonna be probably I think one of the craziest movies. Like like Spider Man, like No Way Home was like a like like an event, but I feel like this is gonna be there's just gonna be so much. Yeah, I, I think know. we I think we said that right. Like Spider Man was like this warm up, which like feels and, demeaning because right. But like we know what we mean. Like, like right? it's like, gotta be bigger. Like on the Spider Man level, it was huge, but it was still like in terms of Doctor Strange, the character, right. absolutely a warm up film. This yeah. was kind of like someone kind of got him to do something for a little while, and then this movie's gonna be like picking yeah. up on like what you did. Yeah, and like look at the show. What if like there's so many pieces of this trailer that are like mirror images of things that happened in that show. Yes. W was this supposed to be like a, something that was like, was that show intended to like kind of open up our eyes to some of these things? Like I think so. And advance of this movie. Oh yeah. Yeah. It seems like is... that dark Dr. Strange is almost directly in the movie. Right. Or this That's is a him for sure. You think so? Yep. Okay. Um, and we got the, the zombies apparently. Did you see zombies in there? Oh, there were zombies. Could, yeah, it, at the it end, looked like a sure. bloody Wanda, or, or just she. Well, there was been, another Doctor Strange. Well, you saw many versions of Doctor Strange. Yeah, like all sorts of different variations, kind of yeah. coming up. And then one that was like, um, you guys remember when he fought Thanos and he had like those ten arms come out? Yep. There was like a version of him that was like very, very old, almost yeah. zombie looking, right? But with the arms, uh, yeah, it's got to be zombies. I mean, what do you think this movie? Like begins is gonna be like it's cracking. We gotta fix this thing. Where does this movie end? Oh man! Like we have no idea. I can't wait. Like this is unlike this isn't Thor. This isn't like Captain America and the Winter Soldier. This is multiverse of madness. And just just looking at the poster, you can start picking apart certain things. Like you, you know, you see down here in the corner, see Captain Carter's shield. Yeah, we're seeing like yeah. the, the Captain Carter, like the Brit the Britain shield. You know, and then there's new characters like America Chavez. Yeah, and we get like somebody that looks kind of like a Captain Marvel fighting against Wanda. Like, is that them or is there, it? There's part of the speculation. Like, is it Captain Marvel? Is it a, another Iron Man? Right. Is it? You know, who knows? Is it Kang? Yeah, pe I've heard people say it's Kang. Like, we got we got a Kang that we saw in Loki that's bound to be showing up in some of these mega events somewhere. You well, it, he even said, you know, there's. A version of myself in every, every universe. Yeah, exactly. He could be on the council. Yeah, and yeah, there's a version of him on the council. That maybe would be, it's that'd the be same a Marvel one. Move. Maybe it's a new one. That'd be a Marvel move. Um, ecstatic for this. This is our next MCU flick. Uh, and now there's a Marvel flick that should be happening before this. Morbius. In, in April. April first. April first. Yes. Um, well, I'm if, getting to the point if now. They don't move it again. If they don't move it again, um, I'm getting to the point now where like it almost seems like. MCU is almost becoming all encompassing. Yes. Like it seems like MCU is starting to mean I mean you get this you get this rumor about uh Professor X. Right. Well, I mean, how do you not call the Brian Singer films like right. canon almost? Like yeah. I mean, there's been jokes about this, yeah, right? Yeah, like yeah, I'm yeah. the first yeah, look, MCU movie. Look at now. me, I'm the first MCU film now. <laughs> Doing right. like the boy <laughs> Maguire but yeah. with Patrick Stewart. Um anyway, I think it's getting pretty cool. It's like, you know, 
I don't want to ignore Morbius because it's right around the corner. Yeah, for sure. We're going to get that before this, but super pumped for this one. Any final thoughts, Giggler? Oh, man, I got nothing. Just give me give me this movie. I just realized I'm out of town for it again. So, oh, sorry, man. Well, maybe really you'll have to dumb. see it while you're, when you're on vacation. Where are you going? Mexico. Mexico. Could you see it in Mexico? I don't know. That Ugh. definitely would not let me do that. So. You going to a resort? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be tough. <laughs> I'll well, be deleting all social social media and watching it like Tuesday when I get back. You're going to have to be very careful. You're always yeah. seeing spoilers. No, I'm deleting every like I'm deleting, deleting all your apps. every app. <laughs> you better block us too. I, or like gonna... some, I might see a spoiler on like I don't know Venmo. Delete it. Yeah, Venmo. yeah. Uh, Scotty, anything to add before we wrap this one up? Man, I can't wait for this film. Looks fantastic. Uh, has anybody heard of runtime? I haven't yet. Like, yeah, man, I I really it's hope gonna be a lengthy one. Yeah. So like, I also added this cool functionality where we can just search things. So like, Doctor, if I can type, this is the worst part of this. Doctor Strange Multiverse Runtime. Google's pretty smart. It doesn't need everything, and you can even have typos. You know. Anything? I'm not seeing anything. All right, oh, I'll look at the top. 130, 130 minutes. minutes. Oh, 130 minutes. Two hours. Two and hours. 10 minutes. Two hours. Ten minutes. Is that going to be right? You guys that's, think? It's not enough for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll be waiting for they that. Had reshoots and stuff. I'll be waiting that. for that Raimi cut. Yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> just uh, we want everything to be like the Snyder cut nowadays. I don't care if it's four and a half hours. Oh we'll yeah, watch it. I'm I'm staying. All right, guys, that's the news. Thanks again to BuzzFeed. Can't wait for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness coming at you May 6th. Watch for most superheroes to be updated. You can count on a full-on review and rating once it comes out. Let's talk about what we're watching. What you watching? What you watching? This is what we're watching, what we're reading, what we're doing out here in the real world. And first up, haven't heard from this guy in a while, and it's MCU Town again. Andy, tell us about what you're watching Dude. on Netflix. Man, ever since uh, No Way Home, mm-hmm. spoiler alert, big uh, big spoiler alert. Yeah, that's if, let's if give him a big. No Way Home yet. Uh, fast forward to 30 seconds from now, but uh, yeah, big Matt Murdock reveal in the first 10 minutes of the movie. Yep. Ever since then, I've known immediately Daredevil's going to be rewatched in my house. So Steph hasn't seen it. My wife has not seen Daredevil or any of the, these. Marvel Netflix shows, so we kind of just went down a path here of, uh, I don't know where we're going to stop yet, but uh, started with Daredevil. We watched all three seasons already. Took probably three, four weeks, but wow, so good. We were binging like I, I, in hindsight, I think I put Daredevil on Netflix, maybe over the MCU shows right now. Yeah, I love I, it. Was so good. Just like watching the plot, show. the plot so good. Like and like just the action scenes. Steph was not a huge fan of it, but like. Just the second time oh, around, appreciate it a little bit more. But Some it's of those so hallway good. scenes, yeah, yeah, Ooh. lots of great hallway Especially scenes. Especially because, like, I, I watched this these all when they first came out, and a lot of like the, I don't know, I feel like the like the the cult following behind it kind of came afterwards, and is almost like ramping up now for this show. Like, well, yeah, now exactly. it's leaving Netflix, and that's say, why. Yep, you're on borrowed we're time, on, man. We're, March first. Yeah, I'm focusing on Daredevil because I prefer this way, way, way over. Jessica Jones, Jessica Jones season one was 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 great, but I think Daredevil's start to finish is is great. I, so you're I, enjoying it, yeah. I give I'll go like three point five on on Daredevil overall. What about Jessica Jones? That one so far I'd go like two point five maybe. So oh, man. I mean, season one was really good, but season I, one, after that it it really good. took a hit for me. Like I I'm struggling to want to go yeah. back and and watch it. I get I get that. But season one though was like there's so many jaw dropping moments, almost perfect. Yeah, I we, think. me and Steph were having a joke like joke the other day because anytime something crazy would happen, I'd look over and she's just like, 
Yeah. And it happened like every episode. And then while. like and then when the next season was going to come out, you'd be like, what are they gonna, how could they top it? Yeah. In season three now, they're all like they're just talking about like who's going to be a hero, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. Eh. Well, I mean, I it's want, super timely. These are leaving March 1st, uh, which I mean, if you're listening to this uh, on February 20th, I mean, it's just a couple days. Yeah. I mean, you, it's like what's going to happen next? You guys read up much? I mean, we assuming that this ladies will end up on. Hulu. Hulu or what Disney about Disney Plus? Plus? I think they will not put this rated R content on. Disney oh, Plus. because of the rated R. But... Now it will be mm. on Disney Plus overseas, mm. but in yeah. the U.S., it'll it'll most likely go to Hulu. Interesting. Well, hopefully we get it somewhere because yeah, yeah we oh, started yeah. we started it as well. Um, how far are you in Jessica Jones? Uh, we have like probably eight episodes left in the third season. So. I mean, you got a week. Like a, yeah, one week we'll be fine. You'll be all right. Yeah, you guys. Well, will, what you, what you about? Still got to get Punisher and. We, Luke Cage, Luke Cage, Iron and Fist, Iron Fist, and, and the Defenders. Defenders. I know. I think I'll man. I'll catch up on those later. <laughs> you're gonna wait till they're on Hulu. <laughs> oh yeah, whatever. All right, man. That's awesome. Love the ratings. Uh, love that you're watching these MCU flicks. They matter again. And it, like, it's like they were MCU for a minute. They're we. They were always good, but now that they're bringing it back, these characters in present day MCU, um, these things are becoming highly important. And I'm telling you, after I got the news about these things leaving Netflix on March 1st, we. I had to pick. It was like, all right, we had already started Daredevil. Carrie was like, which one should we watch? I've heard the Punisher's good. I was like, we're just going to watch the Punisher. And we went straight to the Punisher. Okay. So I don't know. I don't know. Take that for what you will. Yeah, but that's where we landed. I'm, I might try that too. Just let me know what you think about it. If it's worth a rewatch. I think that having the setup from the Daredevil shows is like really important. I'm realizing. Okay. Like it's I was like, going to say, like, how, how were you feeling like watching these back to back to back? Because I know like, in the release order, they kind of related to each other in like a, a, there's not a lot of connection. Like in daredevil, they, at the end, they like reference Jessica Jones, like once or twice. And like, well, I mean, uh, um, Luke Cage shows up in Jessica Jones. Yeah. 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 Season one. There's a lot of crossover. Yeah. It's like how they introduce each one. The, the back half of daredevil season two is all punisher. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I did have to clarify a lot of things with Steph, like watching it, but like afterwards, she's like, Daredevil is one of my favorite characters. I want him to be in everything. And I'm like, well, you might. Well, it sounds yeah, like you're going to get your like, wish. He could be something. in any Spider-Man movie. He's going to be probably be in that the Echo show. He could be in She-Hulk. Oh, yeah. yeah. She-Hulk. 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 Sure. She-Hulk's the common sense one to me. Yes. Like, yeah. He's just going to come in and be like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of opportunity there. And I think they're going to put him in it. So bring it on. Pretty cool. Pretty exciting to get this buzz around uh, these shows. Again, Scotty Scoop, I imagine you just you love them all. Oh, yeah, for sure. You're a fan. Oh, man. How about Shanna? Uh, yeah, Shanna likes some of these. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Uh, Jessica Jones. Um, I, I think she's seen the first first season or two of Daredevil. I don't think she's gone much deeper than that. Okay. Pretty cool. Well, real quick, do you guys, like, are they, Daredevil's obviously could, uh, could be in, uh, spoiler alert, in the MCU. So what, what do you think about the rest? Is that going to yeah, happen I, or not? Or I think that if you bring back Charlie Cox, like, why not bring back at least um, the actor that plays Luke Cage? Oh yeah, he was great. So much perfect. They had they had done so much setup with him, and the season had gotten yeah. to a really good place to where like a, 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 the next season was what I was like going to be really pumped for because mm-hmm. he was kind of like full on hero. Yeah, um, heroes for hire. Exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so yeah, I I I'd like to see him bring them all back. At yeah. this point, it's like in, like for me, it's like impossible to speculate because there's something new every week. Um, but if I were a guessing man, yeah, you're going to yeah, see Kristen Ritter. I think she was great. Absolutely. John Bernthal as Punisher. Got to be him. Perfect. Yep. Like if you're going back, like that's what makes me think if they, they went with Matt Murdock, like with this Charlie Cox, why not bring back the rest? Yeah. Yep. 
All right, cool. MCU shows the rated R ones. I mean, this was a yeah. big thing at the time, and maybe yeah. we'll get it again in some form or fashion. Uh, there's other dark titles out here for the MCU they're talking about. So we'll see how they handle that. Things like Deadpool. We got Disney Plus. It's a kidly friendly thing. Maybe, maybe it'll be like an adult section. We've talked about this. They've, they've talked about it. That'd be cool. Yeah. All right, next up, this guy, you know him, bringing combinations, a book turned to a show. What's on HBO Max nowadays that you're talking about, Scotty Scoop? Oh, Station Eleven. Um, anybody? Anybody seen? I haven't it? seen this yet. We watched it. Did you? Yes. Oh loved man, it. I'll just say loved that I loved it. it. But I want this is yours. Um, so lost. I got total lost vibes mm, from yeah. this show. Um, lots of time jumps. Um, and, and I was so impressed with the show. I went right out, pulled up the Amazon app. I said, "Give me this book." Mm-hmm. And uh, it it didn't disappoint. Um, there, uh, they take a, a lot of divergent paths. The the book and the show. Mm-hmm. Um, just a just a background. This is uh, it's based around a pandemic. They called it the Georgia flu, and uh, make you sick within a few hours, and you're dead within two or three days. And I think this wiped out uh, about like ninety eight percent of the world's population within weeks um we follow we start with a a guy named jeevan he's uh he's seeing a play king lear and the actor on stage has a heart attack and he notices some symptoms he runs up there and starts performing cpr uh and then there's a, a a young girl actress also on stage her name is kirsten um he kind of realizes, you know, spoilers for the first episode, but you got to kind of lay the groundwork and little setup. Yeah. Um, it ba- it, it's basically like you said, like that lost component of like setting up the before. Right. And then taking you to the after. Right. So you and get then, like some of them living near their New York City. Um, or, or Chicago. Some, some big city. They're in Chicago. Right. Um, near the Great Lakes. Um, so this this girl, she's up there and she doesn't, you know, her friend is the the actor. Um, she's like eight, eight or nine. And she's supposed to have someone watching her, but there's no one there. Mm-hmm. So he kind of takes her. There's a huge tragedy. Uh, takes her under his wing. It's like, hey, let me try and get you home. Tries to get her home. There's nobody there. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I guess I'm kind of responsible for you now. And little you know, did, like little did they know. Right. Like it's going down. You know, but this guy also found out kind of early. Like we're, I mean, we're talking big spoilers for the first episode. Right. First episode, wide open. Um, he His sister yeah. is a uh, ER nurse. Right. Calls him and says, hey, you need to get somewhere, get some food, go to your brother's place, and just don't go anywhere because you're going to die. Yeah. If you catch this, you're dead. I mean, it felt like the beginning days of the pandemic. Yeah. It's, yeah, for sure. Like, like you're watching is, it like, is this meant to be this like, was satirical <laughs> the book was released in 2014 right but it feels like it could have been written last year for sure um so you know he they go and they stock up on groceries and he's got like six or seven carts full of groceries and mm-hmm. he's just pushing them through the city to his brother's place where they hold up and we kind of get a, a couple goes, of flashes you know yeah. here and there give you some background information and they they give you a flash forward uh, 20 years. 20 years, yeah. Where society has just collapsed. And they're trying to um, make the best of things, really. Mm-hmm. Where Kirsten, 
is an actress in a traveling Shakespearean play group. Yeah, in the future. Yeah, in the future. 20 years in the future. Yeah. And they just, uh, they travel on what they call the wheel. Yep. Which is, uh, I think, probably around Michigan, I would say. You know, they're trucking around in a big circle and just stopping at these little shanty towns. Like a little traveling show. Yeah, and and giving performances. The uh, traveling symphony Mm -hmm. is what they call it. Um, this is probably one of the best shows I've seen in the last 10 years. Wow. In my opinion. Wow. wow. Uh, near perfection for me. Mm-hmm. 3.9. Wow. I would watch it again and I recommend the book. It's almost like, uh, almost like a little multiversal story. Yeah. Cause, because you get some different things and some of the same beats. Um, it was a real qu- quick read, 300 pages. Uh, great i highly recommend it what's your favorite thing about the story like what what is it that gets you um, to come back to this story i think the setting mm-hmm. you know i just anything that's post-apocalyptic mm-hmm. where you see like nature has kind of overtaken everything sure and people are just doing what they can to survive mm-hmm. and don't get me wrong this isn't like the walking dead no it's not like this one mission after the other yeah or... this isn't like uh it's not an overly brutal world. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some dangers, but uh, I think they do a really good job of focusing the story on people. Yeah, it's about the people. It's really about the people and, and the characters, how they how they connect, and you know, eventually how they might come back together. Right. Exactly. It's like a kind of like what you do today and how it impacts tomorrow, especially right. as the world gets yeah. smaller and people. Yeah. All right, Station Eleven. It's on HBO Max. Uh, the book is by Emily St. John Mandel. Mandel. Yeah, Mandel. I think Mandel. And uh, yeah, highly recommend it. Three point nine from Scotty Scoop. Giggler. Have you seen it? No, I have not. Are you gonna watch it? I'm gonna, I have a list, like an actual list now that I'm getting organized this year. A real list. I'm gonna add this to the real list. It's yeah. going on there. Yeah. Ten episodes, limited series. It's one and done. Not gonna, you don't think it's gonna it's come back? It, no, because back. it's the book beginning to end. Yes. It HBO is not, Max is not coming on back. fire lately. So yeah. yeah, HBO Max really does bring the A game, especially with these limited series. Well, thanks for sharing Scotty Scoop. Uh, yeah, we enjoyed it. I had uh, a lot of fun. I think that I don't I don't like it as near as much as you, man. Man, you were really excited, uh, I, man. I loved this show. I I would love I would I would be like the guy that's like bring season two and let's keep going. Yeah. So it's almost like I think I could be well served to read this book. Probably get a little oh yeah get for a sure a little bit more. You know how these like I mean. It, especially when they do uh, 10 episodes of a, of a book, it's just like they can only do so much. Right. Um, but I thought it was really cool. I thought it was, uh, I like that dystopian stuff too. I love the beginning days of the pandemic, mm-hmm. like literally getting vibes of the stand, you know, oh, being yeah, in, sure. in the middle the of the super city, flu. have to figure yeah. it out. Like what do people do when they're held up against the wall or like in the middle of a heavy populated area? Um, I was there for that stuff. Whenever the traveling I'm I'm a like I'm a live theater guy. I'm not like Andy over here who hates on Broadway. Oh, oh man. Even after amazing <laughs> Avengers Broadway musicals are produced oh. for you, you still can't get on board. It's the only thing of the MC ever made that I didn't enjoy. Give it <laughs> hey, a break. Hey, <laughs> if, if that if that goes to Broadway, we're going to see it just so you, you know. Can do okay. this all day. I okay. can do this all day. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that part was the part where I was like, man, I guess these people really are doing this traveling. Yeah, they were committed. They were committed. They were big. It was a lot about the arts, you know. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I like that too. I like that it needs to like. And I like the fact that they didn't. 
they didn't use um, a lot of known actors to carry this show. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you think about it, like, who are these people? Like, where have you seen these people before? Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I think she was in, she was in Terminator, like one of the new Terminator movies. Mm -hmm. Um, The guy who played um, uh, the, the main actor that died, he is going to be werewolf by night. Hmm. For the MCU and the oh. Hall- Halloween special, that's a MCU thing. MCU thing, yeah. Disney Plus. What? Like, yeah. is it, I haven't heard of this. Oh, really? Werewolf by Night. Werewolf by Night. What's that? This is. Uh, we may get some teasers of that in the uh, Moon Knight show. Okay. He is. Uh, his name is Jack Russell. Have you heard of this, Giggler? It now it sounds familiar. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Jack like Russell. I saw the he, casting he, announcement. Yeah, I was he's, like, a, he's a werewolf. And it's gonna be a TV show or a yeah. Show? This is gonna be a one-off Halloween special. Oh, cool. So I think oh, we're we probably love. talking like an hour, hour and a half, maybe. These love specials, man. Specials. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm excited. We're gonna talk about one of the meat today. I can't wait. All right, man. Station Eleven. Any final thoughts, Scotty? Before we pass it up, watch it. Watch it. Read it. Do it. HBO Max. Station Eleven. And last but not least, yours truly. I am super excited to tell you that we are on. The third season of Smallville, watching it on Hulu, and we're just having really the best time. Carrie's never seen it. You've got a lot of episodes to go. Oh, we're not even, there are 10 seasons if you're not familiar. And Uh, this is like back in the day, full 22 episode season. You get them all. I mean, we definitely like, we'll just keep it going like all weekend to where it's like, hey, listen, if you walk out for a minute, don't worry. You know, Clark will catch Chloe. It'll be fine. Um, And... But man, I gotta tell you, the show is just a real treat, and I, I forgot how much I love these characters, these actors, and I, I'm getting more into like this is like my eighth or ninth time seeing the show. Wow! And everybody shows up. That's that's my favorite oh, yeah. thing for it. From the actors to the music to the camera workers, you can tell that everyone's here to make this into its own thing. And Smallville is its own thing. Yeah. It's almost like Superman meets uh, the OC meets like soap opera and it's like this beautiful fun great show uh michael rosenbaum showing up as lex luther um uh lionel luther played by john glover oh yeah that's uh, a great character unbelievable probably my one of my favorite tv show characters of all time is yes, lionel luther sure. um so yeah season three man just having a good time if you're not if you haven't seen smallville get on it if you're a superman fan it's a must and if you're into old 90s drama sitcoms you might get into this and then there's like some Superman stuff mixed in. That's how I, I kind of that's yeah. how I sold carry on it. CW. And it was the WB before that. Oh, yeah. I mean, this yeah. was coming on right after One Tree Hill. Yeah. OK, this was this was the same era as that. So if you were watching One Tree Hill at the time, whenever it first came out, Smallville was around there. I think I think it debuted in like 2000, 2001. Yeah, that sounds um, right. But you said it like I got. I mean, we got like a hundred some episodes. Oh, way more than that. <laughs> wow. Don't tell Carrie it's way more than that. Because I think she really enjoyed the first few seasons because it really focuses on like, it's like a high school. Yeah. But then like it starts getting really Superman-y. But right. like, I mean, I'm that's where I'm starting yeah. to be like, this is where it's ramping up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have you watched Smallville Giggler? I, it's been, I haven't seen it, re-seen it since it came out, but I don't remember when I stopped. I stopped at some point and, and never went back to it. Mm. But I definitely watched at least three seasons, probably. Okay, and you just quit. Yeah, I don't know why. It just yeah. mm, quitter, quitter. I, I don't know. I, I, you know this. <laughs> I've never been a gigantic Superman fan. I don't know why. Sure, but I've just always been Batman. Like it's probably because I, I get it. I was busy watching. You were probably watching Batman eighty nine for the fifty thousandth time or Gotham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. could be. Scotty Scoop, what are your thoughts on this one? 
man, I love this show. It is. I'm, I may have to give it a rewatch. Um, you should. It's been it's been quite a while. I think uh, after its initial airing, I think I might have rewatched it one time. You're right, though. It's a lot. It is a lot, and yeah, I mean, I rewatched Supernatural. I mean that on the regular. That's exactly what I think of. That fifteen seasons, like twenty three yeah, episodes. Twenty three episodes. Like I mean, Lost. Lost is only six seasons, but man, it's still twenty three episodes. Yeah, well, for the first three seasons, and then it, and then it, it dropped get, to like dropped fourteen. Down. I think there was a twelve episode season, and then fourteen, and then maybe sixteen. You're right. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, uh, I, I mean, I'm kind of glad nowadays that they've dropped the format to ten to twelve oh, episode seasons. I think we all are. I think we can all agree that like binging those ten episode seasons in a day is so great. Yeah. Right. Um, it's almost and, like they need to make a guide for like these shows with yeah. like a lot of episodes to be like, listen, you could definitely skip, skip these like ten. Skip this because they're just filler. They're just yeah. like, okay, yeah, now case this, of the week, a case of the week, and like some of the cases are like, man, they were really reaching. Right. Like some of the powers, you're like, so that guy. Was in a car accident with bugs, so he has bug powers. Right. You just <laughs> described why I w- stopped was, watching the Flash yeah. show. Oh, <laughs> there was kryptonite on his sock. Yeah. And so when he crashed, the glass went in there too, and now he's Glass Man. And this guy was born the day of the meteor shower, so when he touches you, he can see your death. That's right. We just watched that one yesterday. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. He touches Clark. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The cape and. It's so good. Yeah. Christopher There's, Reeves was back. Yeah. I mean, he came back. Uh, Margot Ritter, or what's her name that played Lois Lane? Margot Kidder. Margot Kidder. She yeah. was just in the episode. She oh, came back. Like, cool. they do a really good job. I mean, the music is John Williams. Oh, yeah. There's some there's some great moments in this show. Definitely backed by Superman makers. Yes. You know, it's you can tell. Like, they, they're like, we're going to pay good. our tribute here. All right, guys. That's what you watch in Smallville. You can watch it on Hulu. And it is time to take a break. When we come back, we are entering Star Wars, the world of Star Wars with a brand new series on Disney+. Plus. It's called The Book of Boba Fett. Stick around. We'll be right back. You've heard others, but nothing could prepare you for the shameful stupidity that is the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Here, Imran. So if you offend everyone at once, it all it's a wash. I've covered everybody. Anthony. Sorry, I was texting. Say that again. And Rug Boy. Yeah, whenever there's a snowstorm, my slack hole tightens up. As they talk over one another. Just exactly uh, the same Connor as was J- the fucking Terminator. We're talking over each other. It's fine. Sorry. Swear. I had boobies. And ask you for money. Just give us the money. Witness the hubris as they claim to be the world's authority on comic book movies. Who's that? Never said that. You've never said that. Who cares? A jock said that. Comic book, TV, movie, reviews, news, and whatever they choose. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you find your favorite podcasts. The Jock and Nerd Podcast. It can't be silly, goofy fun. Seriously, people really listen to this. Uh, Jock and Nerd! The Meat. Welcome back from the break. This is Mostly Superheroes. I'm your host, Logan. Back here in the basement in our brand new recording studio. I got Scotty Scoop. Scoop. The Giggler. We need to get a little sound for you. He, yeah. Like his thing is scoop. What's the giggler? Go ahead. I don't know. Oh, I already know. Come on. <laughs> I can't. I can't make those noises. <laughs> no. Put it on a button. No. You're the giggler. No. Put, put it on a button and give it to me. I don't like. I don't like <laughs> the, Scott the, will push that button. The yep. feminine childish part of that. That's, what's wrong with being a feminine child? I'm a wow, Andy. I'm a wow. grown, grown wow, and hairy man. 
<laughs> well, back here again, barely keeping it together. We haven't done this in a while, so we're we're learning again. But we are ready to talk about the meat. That's right, the chunk, the sizzle. It's why you came. It's why you showed up, and it's why we're here tonight. It's Monday night. We had some oven baked slow cooker spaghetti. Pretty t- delicious. You guys feel good. You feel full and ready with carbs to talk about this. Oh yeah, yes. Cheesed up. Cheesed up. Yeah. It was good. I almost, so, I almost grabbed some when I went up to get a drink. At you should have. Just, well, just a bring handful. back some t- table spaghetti. I was going to say that, bag. but this is like a no food studio, I think. Yeah, Except yeah. for the, we got the cup holders on the side. Yeah. Um, we are back in Star Wars town, though. Can't believe it. We haven't talked about a Star Wars title probably since The Mandalorian, really. Season two, we, had, we talked about it last year. We're just a little over a year since that happened. And here we are again with a new Disney Plus show making their promise come true with new Star Wars titles for us streamers at home. Before we get set up, I want to talk about Boba Fett. This character that showed up multiple times across many titles, which I'm going to break down the timeline. I'm going to give it to you guys. And I got to highly recommend the Under the Helmet special on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, that was great. Pretty good, especially in preparation for this. A little quick 18-minute Here's yep. about the here's a little bit about the character. This guy had like a total of what six and a half minutes of dialogue oh, yeah. across all of Star Wars canon. It, it wasn't much at all. Not much at all. We're gonna go through it. I can't wait to like give you guys the dates of when he was. We're gonna I'm gonna hit it rapid fire. Before we do that, I want to do a who is Boba Fett to me? Are any is anybody in here? First of all, like a crazy Boba fan. Like is is anybody like the diehard? Is this more? I mean, I know you're a Star Wars fan, Giggler. You know who Boba Fett is. Yeah. But I'm I'm not huge. Like I just thought it was kind of like a like a cult following that he had like through the years. Like you knew more about. I knew that he never was. He didn't have a lot of screen time. Uh huh. But just had this huge following for some reason. And I was like, he's he's a cool looking character. I mean, bounty hunter. Yeah. Like what what's not to like? Absolutely. Definitely something that we would have liked more of, and we're getting it here. But my thoughts will come later on all that. I like it, (laughs) Scotty Scoop. Who's Boba Fett to you? Um, you know, it was always kind of a make up your own story because they didn't really give you much right to begin with. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like, man, he looks awesome, but you know, Return of the Jedi gets dumped into the Sarlacc pit. You're like, was he really that awesome? Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. We'll, we'll see. That's, we'll see. That's, that's really all I had on him. I'm with you guys. I think we're all the same on this. Uh, let's say we didn't bring in like a Boba Fett diehard, which I think is a really valid in this scenario because this is a TV show for the masses. Yeah. This is a TV show about Boba Fett, but I still wanted to do the fans justice and bring a little bit of knowledge to the table. Right. So it's okay with you guys. I'm going to give a little background on like where Boba Fett came from. Again, a lot of resources out there. Highly recommend Under the Hood on Disney+. Plus. I also watched a great recap video from Looper, as well as IGN. Links to all of this will be found in today's episode description, as well as Wikipedia, which is always super helpful. So real rundown before we get into the show, the book of Boba Fett. What, where was Boba Fett before this? Where, where did this character come from? Really rapid fire. First of all, hilarious. He was not even like a character that was written. He was no. really a white suit that was meant to be a fleet of what George Lucas called super troopers. Yeah. Right? Super troopers. Man, that white suit? Just completely oh white. Oh, my God. It was awesome. So cool. 
Yeah. Got it's it's the exact same suit, just completely white before yeah. it's got any paint on it. And it was we're gonna make these super yeah. trooper things. Yeah, it looks like out, a stormtrooper. Turned out, I mean, you guys kind of know uh, Star Wars back in the day, the budgets weren't like always quite there. Money ran a little short, and he said, "We can only afford to make one of these suits." Yeah. <laughs> so they decided give it a go lean into this like make it a different type of character more about like what scotty was saying the yeah. unknowns the mystery yeah and that's where you got that original look of that green paint um most of the accessories you see on uh boba fett which was kind of new to these types of characters nobody was like really carrying around a jet pack right or a missile on their thing or a grapple hook flamethrower flamethrower yeah and what's cool is the original design is really what made it into mm -hmm. stuff so getting into that where did he show up next next was actually before he was ever in any movie he was actually in a parade celebrating star wars in a town where they were like filming star wars they yeah. did a parade in the town in uh sep on september 24th 1978 and that was played by worn by Dwayne Dunham. Yeah. Oh, and then he worked on the set. Right? He worked on the set. Yeah. He, and uh, the only reason they asked him to wear the suit is because he was the right size. Yeah. It fit him. He's not like an actor or anything. He was just like one of the guys that worked awesome. on the show. Next up, he, he, Boba Fett actually shows up in an animated series in 1978. This is just two months later in the Star Wars holiday special. Holiday special. Who here has seen the Star Wars holiday special? Infamous. Have you seen holiday it? Holiday special. Yes, I've seen it. More than once? Uh, no. I'm ready to watch it again. Really? Like this Christmas. Have you seen it? No. I didn't yeah. know that was a thing. Yeah, 1978. This is um this one causes a, I think some stir in the fans. Yeah. Because it is very cheesy. It's very long, too. I don't know if you remember, Scott. I you don't can. remember. It's like a few hours long. Is it really that long? <laughs> animated? <laughs> no. So the animated piece was actually just like so just a little background on the Star Wars holiday special. This isn't even from my notes. I've actually seen this. It was like ten years ago. And I couldn't believe my eyes. Shooting from the hip, folks. I mean, shooting from the hip. Here it comes. It it takes place on Life Day on the Wookiee planet. And Chewbacca has a family, a wife, and kids that like live in like a pretty like commercialized American home with like Betty Crocker type utensils, cooking, keeping like a living room. <laughs> and it's Life Day. And because it's Life Day, Chewbacca gets to come home and see his family. You also got a, uh, some other pretty crazy appearances. Luke Skywalker? Yeah, he's there. Princess Leia? And R2-D2? Yeah. Let's watch this in December. Cover it. Uh, I've been telling you, I don't know if you could watch the whole thing. I don't know. I, I kind of I said I wanted to watch <laughs> wow, it again. Wow, that bad, huh? That um, was a lie. It was, yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe. All right, so, okay. so during this, there's like a cartoon that's like playing in the house for the kids, and it's like for the Chewbacca kid. And it's like, let's look at the TV. And yeah. it goes, do, 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 yeah. do, do. Zoom and then in. it's a, it's, it was a fully produced, like, five-minute commercial starring Boba Fett. Yeah. Wow. Like, it's about him. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. I now, think but you not, might, you might probably look not, not then. <laughs> mm, yeah, maybe not then. <laughs> All right. So he shows up there. Doesn't make his theatrical debut until May 21st, 1980 in The Empire Strikes Back. That's right. And... He's actually in the credits called Unnamed Bounty Hunter. No, man. Like this is and who, Shade. And who does he play here? Uh, he's hired by Darth Vader to capture Han Solo. And this is where you get the classic carbon freezing when Boba Fett yeah. turns over Han Solo to Jabba the Hutt. With me so far? Yep. So where do you think we see him next? Of course, May 25th, 1983. What a time to be alive. Oh, man. Just the full on 80s. Yeah. You, you, how old were you? I was three. 
So you weren't making it to the theater. <laughs> no. But still, you were alive. Right. Well, and I think that's part of the <laughs> that's part of the appeal of of a lot of these Boba Fett diehard fans. They're probably in their fifties. <laughs> yeah, sure. Because you know they they were, you know, younger kids. You know, ten. 11 absolutely in 77 and 78 83 mm-hmm. you know and speaking of 83 so he's in return of the jedi picks right back up where it left off essentially boba fett uh is back on tatooine he's actually in disguise at the beginning of the movie and this is where we get him shooting at princess leia she's in mm-hmm. the full outfit the yeah. bounty hunter outfit mhm and fights against luke skywalker on jabba the hutt's sail barge and this is after being struck by Han Solo. Han Solo actually gets Knox's jetpack and <laughs> blind, Boba- blind Han Solo. Yes, yeah. yeah, blind Han Solo can't see anything. Hits his Boba Fett's jetpack. What happens? He Boba Fett flies into the mouth, right? Yeah, of this, right into the Sarlacc pit. The Sarlacc, which this thing had a name, by the way, the Sarlacc. Did you know this? It had like a specific name, Carcoon. Huh. And this, the Sarlacc pit, has a name too. The Great Pit of Sarkoon. Hmm. And this is where Boba Fett meets his maker. Yeah. So we think. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but before any of that even, before any of that, right, he's, he's gone. Well, then what happened, guys? You got the prequels. The prequels come out in 2002, Attack of the Clones, Episode 2, Boba Fett, now a young boy played by Daniel Logan, sick name, appears in the 2002 prequel, Attack of the Clones reveals that he's actually an unaltered clone, clone. of the bounty hunter Jango Fett. Jango Fett, played by it's the same guy, Tamara Morrison. I, 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 I don't Morrison. know his name. Perfect, Tamara Mor- Morrison, not one of the sister sisters. <laughs> Tia Tamara, <laughs> thank and you. Tamaria. you. You really confused me for a second. Who had like... him? Who had the uh, the clone created on? Camino, Camino, this is for the real fans here. Camino. To be raised as his son as part of his price to serve as the Grand Army of the Republic's clone army. So this That's Jango right. Fett is like the leader clone in the Clone Wars. Yeah, like he he was the guy. He was the guy. He was the one that made, that was all the he other clones. He was the clone. Uh, yeah, they made all the clones based off him. Like yep. he was an actual guy. Yes, he was a real guy. And we actually see uh, Jango Fett killed. By Mace Windu. Mace Windu, Samuel L. Jackson, Jedi, and uh, a young Boba Fett sees this. Yes. Uh, the iconic, you know, uh, scene where he goes and he picks up his dad's head. Yes. Not his helmet, as it says in Wikipedia. It's, it's the helmet head. with his head the in head there. The head is still in there. Which he takes, places in front of his head, foreshadowing his future as Boba Fett. Bounty Boba Fett. That's right. Um, you get this character a lot throughout the Clone Wars, the droids show, uh, series. Is that yeah, a series? Yeah, uh, animated series. Do you, have, are you familiar? Me and uh, you have yeah. not watched these yes. yet. It's some good. good you like stuff. it? Yeah. Would you tell us to watch the Clone Wars? I would. Have, if you guys are Star Wars fans. I am. Clone Wars. I'm in. 100%. I like the pod racing game on N64. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just put it that way. Oh, the, you go to the, the movie theater. Please. And you get in the big pod. Did you ever play that one? Oh, no. yeah. Oh, at the, oh, yes. at the theater? Well, no. you know, at the... Uh, Dave and Buster's? Yeah, wherever. <laughs> wherever well, they have those things now. Um. Okay, so we get a lot of those references. Yep. And then in May 2020. So now we're talking like over 40 years since the original debut. Yeah. 20 years since the prequels. 
Boba Fett is back. Making his debut in a TV series called The Mandalorian. Who remembers this show? I think Se- I've heard uh, of it. Season oh, one, yeah. chapter five, The Gunslinger. Basically, kind of nutshell a little bit because it's kind of how The Mandalorian does it too, is Boba Fett is here, he's back, he's on the hunt for his armor. Boba Fett helps set him up with his armor by connecting with Timothy Oliphant. Oliphant's character, the sheriff of that town. Cobb. Cobb Vance. You're exactly right. Cobb Vance. 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 Yeah. Vance. Vance Refrigeration. And <laughs> ends up getting his call. armor back, saves Fennec Shan's life. They end up becoming partners and even helps the Mandalorian. Big, big spoiler alert for season two of The Mandalorian. Is that right? Did Boba show up in season one? I think that was season two. So this might just be a typo because I thought it said that he made his debut in season one, but it was season two. Yeah, it was. I think it was definitely season two. Yeah, it it was. Yeah. Right. Or was it like teased and then like carried on? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, because it it was May 2020, and then yes, Boba was supposed to come out at the end of 2021, which it did. Yes. Mm-hmm. Carried over to 2022, which is now. So yeah, that's 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 right. Yeah, and yeah, that was season two then, right? It was yeah. season two. You guys are both totally yeah. right. Um, so he helps. This is a big spoiler alert for that episode, season two finale. You know, back in 2021 of the Mandalorian. You got that spoiler alert. This is huge. He helps Mandalorian defeat Moff Gideon, get Grogu to Luke Skywalker, Luke Skywalker, who's now back in Star Wars, young face, Mark yeah. Hamill. Doing a good job. I mean, that was when we saw that in, in Mandalorian. And Boba, Fennec go off and do their own thing. We get an end credit scene at the end of Mandalorian season two of what is this? Oh, this is Boba Fett showing back up to Tatooine, going back to Jabba the Hutt's old stomping grounds. Yep. Who's there? Long things on his uh, head. Bib Fortuna. Bib Fortuna, which I actually wrote down. <laughs> good job, Scotty Scoop. <laughs> Scoop. I, th- I thought I wrote that one down and kills him. Yeah. Sits on the throne. Fennec Shane at his right hand side. Teaser title, the book of Boba Fett. This is the show. Yeah. Here we are. All right. Let's give it up for the, let's give it up, it up for the recap. Yeah. Breaking it down. Breaking it down. We talked about what this character meant to us. A long history of not a ton of appearances. Not of a lot. Yeah. A long history yeah. of almost no history. Exactly. Unless you watch. The Clone Wars. Then you get a lot more. You get you get quite a bit more. Who voices him? Uh, it's it's him. It's him. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That do they do this a lot? Yeah. It seems like they just bring him in. And you you also get I do believe there is some uh, uh, a, the younger version of uh, Boba Fett. Yeah, and Daniel Logan uh, also voices, voices those as well. Yes. They also got him back for that under the helmet thing. Mm-hmm. So they got a lot oh, like a cool. lot of these actors back. Andy, if you haven't seen this or any listener, you're going to. I, ima- I imagine at some point, if they keep going with this character, he'll probably make an appearance. You think so? Somewhere. Oh, yeah, for sure. Get like a middle. Oh, yeah, get him below you know, the, when in they, the middle. They stick him in the back to tank, and he has a memory of, you know, baby when I was a kid, Boba Fett. Exactly. You know. Well, speaking of which, let's get right into it. This is how I want to do this thing, guys. The show is called The Book of Boba Fett. We're not going episode by episode. We learned our lesson with Titans about this. You just got to talk about. The story. Now, I do have references here to each episode on the screen. So, watchers, viewers, if you're watching with us, you can see each episode, and we're going to talk about what happens with the Book of Boba Fett. So, let's pick it right up. A little bit of background on the making of this thing premiered December 29th, 2021, right before the new year. Seven episodes 
only on Disney+. $100 million budget? This is the same as The Mandalorian, if you're curious. First five days, I'm going to tell you how many people watch this thing. 1.5 million households in the first five days. This is following the season finale. 1.5 million households. Now, for comparison, because that's a weird number to like digest. Yeah. The Mandalorian season two finale with Luke Skywalker that we talked about had 1.1 million in yeah. the first five days. I, I was, I was, I saw those numbers as well, and I was, I was floored. Yeah, like how did that happen? Yeah. But, well, I mean, you get a lot of these old fans, and they're, you know, they don't, they almost don't want new stuff. Yeah. And then you show them something like this, and they're like. Oh, I'm in. <laughs> I'm going to watch this. Yes. Like, this is the story that we've all wanted. Yes. Um, well, speaking of the story, I can't wait to talk about it. I just want to dive right in. I don't want to mess around. I want to kind of roundtable this thing. We got a really nice fan mail letter from our correspondent in the field, Jake, which Jake has written for the show before. He is a Star Wars guy. He knows his stuff. Can't wait to share it later. We'll do it after our review, so we'll get a little bit more context. Uh, something to think about as we go. We need a good nickname for Jake. Yeah. So, listeners. Stay fun. Mm, it's got to be Star Wars related. Uh, Jedi Jake. Jedi Jake. Oh, God. Are we, I guess you already figured it out. <laughs> All right. We'll mull it over, but we can't wait to read that later. Let's do it right now. Andy, Scotty, and me, let's get into it. The Book of Boba Fett premiered December 29th. There were seven episodes. Let's get into it. What is this show about, man? This show is about Boba Fett. Literally, they're going to tell you what happened after that Sarlacc pet. And they're going to do it right away. And they're going to also bring you right back into that present-day storyline following the Mandalorian with them sitting on Tatooine with Fennec Shang and running this, uh, this town. Uh, is Tatooine? Tatooine's the planet. Tatooine yeah. is the planet. They're is another in city? Like, Mos Espa. Mos Espa. Yes. Love it. Sounds like a place in Arizona or something. Right, it does. Um, but you get this Sarlacc pick story right away. Oh, yeah. Like, it's... immediately. Like, you get a future uh, Boba Fett in a healing chamber, and yep. this is where he's going to continuously have flashbacks to his life throughout the entire show, which seems like it's not only healing his body, it's kind of like healing, like, it's helping him work right. through past traumas. Yeah. And we get... Daniel Logan on screen. Yeah. Were those like, I mean, that had to have been, I mean. Showing, yeah, that scene where he's holding the, holding the yeah, helmet. Holding the helmet. Ships flying away from him. Yeah. Giving you some flashback to the Clone Wars time and, and, and his experience as a child. But man, what do you get from the Sarlacc pit but him just making his way out? And I guess it happened just like I thought it would. He just crawled out. Yeah. Just, you know, I guess he found some oxygen or something yes there was another there was a stormtrooper in there yeah and he unhooked the oxygen and like breathed it and like that's how he got to stay alive yeah so he makes it out and right away a group finds him (laughs) it is the jawas the jawas yeah they strip him for parts strip him for parts but also like keep him prisoner yeah oh no 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 like he oh, he crawls out and yes. he's like half dead. Yes. Still in his armor. Yes. The Jawas strip him for parts. Yes. And we know that yes. that leads to Timothy. Timothy Oliphant. Uh, yes. Thank you. Cobb Vanth. Cobb Vanth. That's where it ends up. That's where how he gets his armor. He, he buys it from the Jawas. But, but, but Boba's still there just laying Boba's naked. Boba's still there naked in the... Uh, what are, what are they called? This is a, this is the hardest part about Star Wars is yeah. the names of the groups. Tusken Raiders. Yeah, the Tusken Raiders. Tusken Raiders. Raiders. 
Giggler. Football team. Just, yeah. just call them the Raiders. The Tuscan Raiders. <laughs> the Raiders. The Raiders. 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 Well, these guys had a great offense. They pick up <laughs> Boba, take him through the desert, and they've got him as a prisoner. But little by little, Boba starts earning kind of their trust. Right. Tries to escape. Tries to escape at first. Right. Uh, that was a great scene. Oh, uh, yeah. The other guy at the fire. The little fish kid yeah, or whatever he wa- was. Watches Boba, like, break out, fight. Right. He's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> um, and we, what do we learn? We learn that these this group of Tuscan Raiders are actually being um, assassined or uh, are being attacked by this right. train yeah. that just comes by every, like, day. And whenever the train comes by, they shoot at. They don't. Yeah. They're enemies. Right. It's like conflicting territory. Yeah. And Boba says, like, I can help you with this and decides to go out on his own and figure out who it is. And yeah. we, we, meet, we meet a few different parties, right? We start to meet some of these early days people that Boba's crossing with. One of them is uh, the, the, the Pike Syndicate. The Pike Syndicate. Yeah. Is that the train? That is the people yes. who run the train, yeah. We also got, like, the biker gang. They've, yeah, there's there's a speeder bike gang. Nick yep. D bike or something like that? Or, uh, yeah, I don't know. They had the... They were they, he caught them spray painting the the L mm-hmm. the L's on the uh, yeah, that, somebody's that was their thing was the yeah. L's and like that was you know so what does he do he actually succeeds and helps the Tuscan Raiders defeat the train steal some speeder bikes from the the motorcycle gang right um brings them back and then goes to negotiate with the big mob boss yeah which is the mayor. That's not yet. No, that's future Boba. Yeah, that was future Boba. I think this was the Pike Syndicate. He was, he went to go like have a com- a dialogue. With yeah, him to try to negotiate. Like, hey, you know, you're gonna pay us for protection now. Yes. And they were like, mm, we already pay these other guys for protection. Yep. Yes. So we're not paying both of you. If you want to take care of those other guys, good on you. Yes. And when he comes back, his Tuscan Raider family. tribe family. Yeah. They're dead. dead. They're dead. All of them. Slaughtered. Every single one. And he's just walking through with this big stick like they're all dead. Yeah, I'm just going to pile them up here and light them on fire. Thinking like, this is what I get for getting yeah. involved. Like, okay. Um, future Boba. I mean, this thing drops you right into where like Boba Fett's going to try to run this place. Yeah. Like he's got this history. They're going to teach you about how he kind of meets a lot of these people along the way. And then they're dropping you into where like you're going to see some of these people right now. Yeah. Well, you know, and he was familiar with the the thing because he worked for Jabba the Hutt. Yes. So he's like, I, I kind of know the ins and outs. Yes, he because he was working for him. He knew the people. He knew the main folks. Probably tussled with them over the years. Right. You probably know a lot about this from yeah, uh, Clone Wars. Clone yeah. Wars. Oh, yeah. Probably Clone Wars probably helped a lot. Yeah. Helped out a lot on a show for like sure. this. Yeah. Um, and the first few episodes, I mean, are really. They're intricate stories basically about these like three or four factions. Mm-hmm. We even meet, might have been the second, third episodes. Again, we're not going episode by episode, but we meet like Jabba the Hutt. It's uh, uh, cousins. cousins. <laughs> yeah, I think that was episode two. Yes. They, they called them the twins. And they show up and they're like. Yeah, they're being carried on a litter. With, by you know, people. By people. These two giant slug. Ugly. Things. They look. Ugly. They're ugly. Man. According I, to you. I love Star Wars and their <laughs> their use of practical effects. Yeah? What do you mean? Like real costumes, real like tangible things that actors can interact with. Uh-huh. You can tell that it's not all CGI. Mm-hmm. And I just I love the 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 costume costumes. Yeah, the costumes that, that are they huge. Do. And the sets. Yeah, and the sets. Mm-hmm. It's, it's amazing. And no wonder with a 100 million dollar budget. 
Yeah. For seven episodes. For seven episodes. Spread that stuff out. Man. Well, you got some of that budget definitely in the Jabba's. They looked pretty good. And they show up with, do you know who he is? Go ahead. Black Kersantan. No, who's that? He's the uh, the Wookiee. He's the Wookiee? Yes. He's the big, black, like in gray Huge. a little bit, Wookiee. Just like so big, strong, so angry. Yeah. And we find out that from, actually from... It was the an, a lady with the long uh, things. She yeah. ran, she ran the bar. Yeah, and she like has she she get, she he's like tearing up the place. You know, he gets like all <laughs> he like got fired or whatever, and he's he's getting upset and tearing down this bar. And she kind of gives this big speech. Like, he's like this big Olympian like yeah. fighter. Yeah, like he's like a, a he's warrior. Tough, tough. Yeah. really tough and the barbarian pits or whatever they were. Yes. Um, we do get some classic stuff like for the fans here in terms of like um, what do you call the pit underneath Jabba's like throne room and what do they used to keep there? Oh, the, the Rancor. The Rancor. The Rancor. Yeah. Man. And what actually happened to the Rancor? Do we know? Uh, Luke killed it. Luke killed it, though, yeah. when he battled it. Yeah, in return. Because uh, oh, yeah. Fennec drops someone down there to yeah, find out who the, the mayor assassin. is. Like to drop him in the Rancor pit. And they just start opening he's the door. Like, he's oh, like, oh my God, no. He's. In this part of town, and that was where we meet the mayor. Yeah. Do you guys know the mayor? No idea. Not from the Clone Wars? Mock Shays? Uh, yeah, yeah. I wrote sounds... his name down. His name's Mock Shays. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure everybody's got to be calling him the mayor. Yeah, oh, just yeah. mayor. Mayor Worm. Yeah, guy. it worm. And he's basically not bad. He wants to run the area, too. It's basically Boba Fett versus all of these different, like, gangs and, and lords mm-hmm. and trying to figure out, like, what kind of leader he is, which, what kind of leader do you think he's trying to be? Like, he's trying to, like, bring, he, I remember there's a lot of meetings. But, with, like, you know, he's, he says that he doesn't want to lead by with fear. Yeah. He wants to lead with respect. Mm. You know, so I think he's kind of just building building a, a respectable team, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we get that scene where uh, the, the weird biker gang, I mean, not the original. Uh, but, I mean, uh, yeah, because this one's not really a biker gang. Right. It's, it's more like, like a, a scooter Vespa, gang. Yeah. Yeah. A Star Wars Vespa biker gang. Biker robots. Where like, they, they can't pay for water. And so they're stealing it. They're stealing it. And He's, they're like, just pay for your water. Like, we don't have jobs. All right. Well, I'll give you jobs. Now you'll work for me. Right. I mean, who are these kids? Who are these Just, Power Ranger yeah. kids? Random, <laughs> yeah, random Power Ranger bike kids. Like, with robot people. Listen, I understand it's Star Wars and everything. We got some fan mail in the future about this. So we'll save it. Um, okay, yeah, he's going to try to leave with this firm ham. Oh, man. I mean, leading through, we also get a replacement for the Rancor. Rancor? Yeah, the Rancor. And what's, what is the new monster called? But Boba Fett gets his own pet to put down there. Oh yeah, that's a rancor. It's another. That's rancor. a rancor too. Yeah, yeah, that is. Oh, a rancor. so this is just a replacement yeah, rancor. They're like, oh, we need another rancor. And who brings it? <laughs> Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo, <laughs> out of nowhere. The rancor wrangler. Was he in any of anything else yet? <laughs> no, no, he's just in everything. He's just on the thing. My favorite part about that scene was it was from the huts. It was a gift from the yeah, hut yeah. cousins. The huts were carried by people, but this giant rancor thing was on like a hoverboard. Yeah. And I was like, I guess. So they have that technology. They have the tech. They just like being carried by <laughs> right. people. <laughs> um, that thing's awesome. You oh know, yeah, big... for sure. Just a baby is what they say. Just a baby. Just a baby. And, and apparently, the entire time they kept it blindfolded. Uh huh. Because the rancor imprints on the first person it sees. Yes, and it's blindfolded. It's blindfolded. 
Like the whole, since it was born. The whole time. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that, that was great though. You knew you were going to see it come out in a big way. And, you know, kind of getting to the big climax here of episode four, but basically war's on the brink. Oh yeah, it's coming. And I mean, all the details are kind of hard, but essentially like everything is firing off, right? Mm-hmm. Like every guy, every leader in the area is aware that Boba Fett's been making noise. Um, and it's like kind of like Tatooine's up for grabs. Oh yeah, there's a void, a power void. You guys, who's going to take it? Who's going to take it? Anything to add? No, that's. I mean, what's the guy? The, is it the mayor domo? The guy with the the green? It sounded like he was always he's the way that he spoke. It was like whenever you're trying to like write out an essay to make it longer, like you just say like say things like furthermore. Oh, that like, was the guy, <laughs> the, the mayor's like assistant. Yeah, that kept oh, showing yeah. up. He yeah. was a big part of the show. Yeah. yeah, but he was like, and he had the big long things on his head, but yeah. he was orange. Yeah, yes, love that guy. But yeah, he was good. He was a highlight. <laughs> I saw sure. I saw a funny meme that was like, "Who would you rather hang out with?" And it was him or Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> <laughs> super. I mean, yeah, he's super annoying, but like effective, um, effective. So at the end, when it's like, "Hey, war's happening." Boba Fett says it to Vinick Shang, like, we're shorthanded. Yeah, we need, we need help. And we need so much help that let's just forget about us for two episodes. Two episodes. We, you don't need to really hear from us at all. I got to say, like, my heart's starting to beat. Like, this is what I was most excited to talk about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that all of a sudden, I mean, you're, you end episode four, you start episode five. And let me just tell you, it's the Mandalorian season yeah. two. Yeah. Mando. <laughs> It's Mando back and like not like you think it's cameo time. You think he's walking in and going to be like, I just had to make a stop. I'm here to help, guys. No, it's remember the Darksaber. Yep. Remember Grogu. Remember unanswered questions about Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Remember answers you you didn't think you'd be getting for years. You get them in this show. Andy, Ahsoka. 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 Yeah. What We're are we talking to every other, about? Every other future show now. What is happening, man? What a decision! What a choice! I really don't want. I want to kind of get through the story first, but it's kind of hard not to just totally divul- diverge and say, oh, yeah. like, we're talking about the Mandalorian now for real. And like, the, it's extra important. I mean, you talk about a fan like me. I think we all said it, right? None of us are, have like Boba Fett posters all over our room. We're not the the diehards, but I'll tell you what we're diehard of now is the Mandalorian. Yeah, Mando. So for me, it felt a little bit like, yeah, the show's called The Book of Boba Fett. From a fan perspective, though, of mixing Star Wars content, I was happy to see this. How'd you feel? Oh, man, I geeked out hard. You were good with it. Oh, man, I was like, what? Yeah. Like, I was just waiting for it to cut back to Boba Fett, and it never did. Not didn't at all until the And I was end. like, I can't believe that they just inserted this into, into this thing, and it's fantastic. Yeah, it was great. What'd you think? Yeah, Were you okay I with it? I can see why the, the people like you were talking about earlier that like grew up in the 80s watching Star Wars originally, like why they're pissed about it. But I never asked for a Boba Fett show. I'm here for give me Mandalorian season up to 10 seasons plus. Right. Like, keep going yeah. with that forever because I'll, I'll I'm, I'm down for that. That was top of my list was I will Grogu. Yeah. Look, look at my shirt if you can't. Tell. Yeah. You got you came prepared. <laughs> I will say it felt a little strange just with it be calling the book of Boba yeah. Fett. Oh, yeah. Where like for literally sure. two out of seven episodes. Not about it, your guy. Yeah, not I gave about it some time and guy. I was like, all right, these stories are gonna like intersect. Like yeah. the fifth and sixth episodes. I was like, okay, they're gonna have a uh, like a a finale that 
at all is going to come together. And yeah, I, I think they did. They did. Oh, there, of but... course. You knew it was going to do that, but I don't think any of us expected. Let's just get into it. Episode yeah. five, right? All right. Uh, chapter five. Mandalorian is. I mean, I forget exactly where he it's opens up. It's like a butcher up. shop of horror, yeah, basically. Some sort of like front pig man looking dudes. Bad, bad dudes. And he right away is fighting these guys, killing them off kind of sloppily with the Darksaber. Yeah. Can't handle it. Can't really handle it. It looks clunky, looks heavy. Yeah. It's definitely not a light saber. <laughs> nice. That was good. <laughs> nice job. Wow. Nice. Give you a half clap for that All one. All right, thanks. Um, I love it. And right away, man, he's got to meet back up with his Mandalorian friends. The armorer. The armorer. This is the chick with the gold helmet. Yep. She kind of gives you the skinny on all the rules to being a Mandalorian. Yes. And yeah. we'll, and also will make you feel bad when you haven't oh, yeah, done some sure. of the rules. Like, yep. for example, uh, one, you need to know how to use this saber. Yeah. And you're not doing a good job about right. it. Did you did you really win this? Yeah. Because it doesn't really seem like you should have this. <laughs> Not only that, what are you doing with that Baskar steel spear? Yeah. Spear, yeah. That's yeah, that that we, could kill us. This we, is not the way. We can't have Baskar steel weapons. Right. Even though it seems like they're around. Yeah. Like doesn't she have a hammer? Yeah. I mean, it's a tool. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I think I've seen her fight with it. Yeah, you're probably right. But the spear could pierce. Yes. yes, that's that's risky. I see the I see the point there. And he has to like it's a danger to them. And how does he prove himself? Like I'm missing some details. Like I forget like why he's like it's. I mean they just drop you in. It's like yeah. here's the Mandalorian. Here he is talking to the other two Mandalorians about what he's gonna do. And then she asks him, "Did you take off your helmet?" Yeah. Why'd you have to say that, ma'am? Well, not only that, but I'm like, man, these they are these are major mandalorian plot points. Oh yeah, for sure. These are all the big ones that I was like season 3. We'll get these. I oh didn't... yeah, we'll we'll get this sometime in 2023 or you know, something like that. I like this though cuz it's going to speed up the storytelling. Yeah, 100%. Um so what does he say? What does she tell him to do? Because he's shamed mandalorians like she has to he has to go be washed in the waters. He has to prove himself beneath the can't remember what it was. It's somewhere in, like something beneath caves of Mandalore or something like yes. that. Yes, yeah, something that's like that. it. It's like, like oh, Mandalore is like gone. Yeah, like how am I gonna do that? Yeah, this is the way. Yeah, you're gonna have to figure yeah. out the way. Um, he got challenged by the big Mandalorian. Yeah, I guess got his ass kicked. Oh yeah, but still gets to keep the spear. I guess. Oh uh, yeah, the the no the saber. The saber, I mean. Yeah, I'm he sorry. won. Well, he won. He made. Him, he, he, he won. He yielded him. Yeah. He oh, okay. Kicked, he did win, but like barely. He was. Yeah. yeah. He was. He's still hurt and limping from his uh his open wound from his dark saber in the in this butcher leg. shop fight. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's hurting. Um. What else in that um, one? Number they, five. They took the the spear. Yep. And he got the choice of what it would be made into, mm-hmm. and he chose armor for the foundling. Who is Grogu? Grogu, yeah, aka Baby Yoda. Yeah, Baby Yoda. And it's like a little like chain link, little chainmail shirt. Yeah, like kind of like what you'd see under a knight. Yes, but just for a baby. Yeah. Um, and he's like, "Yeah, I'll give this to him." And that, I mean, that's it. Yeah, like that was the whole episode. It was like him, the man. Well, yeah, he's he takes the takes the armor, uh, travels to wherever 
Luke is. But not that's the next episode. Is that the next episode? Yes. Oh no, it's that, not. No, I thought that was this episode. He in this episode he, tra- he still gets the uh oh. the so this is all in one so, oh yeah, he travels there. My brain is like Sorry. there's no way that was you in barely one episode. Mi- no, you barely missed he, it. Yeah, though. he travels there and he's like He's sitting around waiting. All these like robots are like making. Where are they? They're where the where the temple is. Being yeah, built. they're building the new Jedi temples. So that's like the. That's... And he's like, okay, yeah. well, where is Luke Skywalker and where is Grogu? And makes him sit around and wait for it. And that's when Ahsoka shows up. Yep. And he leaves. She says, "You don't want to see him." Yeah. Because if he sees you, he's he's not gonna want to be a Jedi anymore. Yeah, you're like you're gonna change his trajectory. Yeah, for but sure. You keep like mixing yeah. him up like this. Yeah, and he's like, okay, well, I'll leave you the shirt. Here, just take the metal yeah. shirt, right? And just just tell him I gave it to him. And be- and before he leave, I mean, we do get Luke and Grogu, and Grogu doing their, yeah. their we training. They're making rocks. Classic frog lifting. Frog lifting. We get the uh, Grogu in the backpack running and jumping. I mean, just full on yeah. young Mark Hamill running around. Yeah. Well, even, great. even before this, Fennec recruits him to come to Tatooine. Yes. Um, and help out. And he's like, man, I got to do one thing yep. first. Let, yeah. me, let, me let me make me, a run real quick. Yeah, I'll be right back. I'll be right back. <laughs> he takes like a like a chartered but ship. That, he has oh, to yeah, put he has all that, his stuff in a fly, case. He like flew commercial. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. So this is how he loses oh, the Darksaber? That's what happened, right? He doesn't have a ship. He flew commercial. Right. He's got to check it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta check your weapons. Um and yeah, we I mean we get some Jedi training. We get Ahsoka and Luke talking. We get a tiny lightsaber. A tiny little lightsaber. Oh, it like makes him choose. Butter knife. This, oh yeah. This was BS. I didn't like, like it. Like, why can you not have both? And I was like, when have they ever done this with Jedi? Like, yeah. when is a Jedi Knight Battle be like, well, listen, I still wear this shirt. Right. It's just a shirt, bro. And it can protect me against lightsabers. For exactly. real. Exactly. Man, you talk about the history of Jedi and Mandalorians. Like, I'm really in on all that. Oh, yeah. The rules sure. are too strict. I could never follow those rules. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. I'd yeah. be out. I can't even barely wear a mask. Yeah. Somewhere <laughs> Mandalorians are supposed to wear a helmet 24-7. Always. Yeah, right. And he's just, he's just like, little Grogu is like, like just looking <laughs> back and forth like, I don't like, know. Uh, it's like, it's cool. He's like, this is a real tough choice. Light, <laughs> tiny lightsaber or cool ass shirt? <laughs> He's like, well, I'll probably grow out of the shirt. Right. <laughs> it is metal. Right. Um, okay, and then that's how it wraps up there. Mandalorian comes back, and it that's where we get episode he, six. He right. has the, the new Naboo Starfighter. Well, that's episode six, that's right? Episode six. That's six, because he comes back. Okay. He comes meets, back. Who's the crazy curly head mechanic? Mm. Motto. What? Motto. Man, you yeah. know all these names. Yeah. Andy. I just watched it today. Thank God. And specifically, what, us, I specifically Andy. took notes on names, knowing that we are going to struggle with that. We nice. needed it. No, the fans I know are happy. Um, well, she's there. They connect, and she says, "I have a ship for you," and it is an old pre-Republic Naboo, Naboo fighter, starfighter, like straight out of the prequel movies. Yeah, like you could see it. You're like, this is what for little sure. this is what little Anakin flies, mm. right? Doesn't? Uh, it? Yeah, yeah. When he's oh, like, it's the, it's, I mean, when he makes the big save. Yeah. When they like, he's just hiding out in the Woo! ship. Yeah. <laughs> you guys can see it, right? Damn, he's got yeah. that big helmet on. He's like, ah! yeah, with the little visor flips down. It's way too big. Oh, so good. Yeah, Padme. Maybe I'll rewatch those. Yeah, 
Maybe so. Um, so he's getting his shit back. I mean, this is still like a Mandalorian episode. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, basically, what else, what else, you watch. We today? see the execution of Order sixty six through Grogu's eyes. Yeah. Oh that yes, was... and all the oh yes, the younglings, the younglings, yeah. and the, the Jedi fighting. Yeah, that was after Order sixty six. Execute Order sixty six. So great. That what his, else? With his baby virgin eyes. Yeah, just we, too uh, young. Yeah. Who we knows? get uh, a flash to Cobb Vanth. Yes. Just chilling in his town. You know, and then we get uh, a mysterious figure. Yeah, because he's in the well. He's in the episode earlier. Yeah, there was this. He he took was out he, he took out some Pike Syndicate members. He took out some Pike. Oh yes, yes, yes. And then Cad Bane comes back to oh, Freetown to Cad Bane. Have a nice little. You're gonna get this guy out. if you watch Clone Wars. Yeah, that's and what I heard. Cad, Cad Bane, and this was a big reveal for the Clone Wars fans. Yeah, same voice. Like, same voice. I heard too. Yes, same voice. Same voice. Blue looking guy, like tubes in his neck. Got the yeah, western got the look. Tubes, He's the... a lot of western inspiration. Yes, He's like for a, sure. Like a little revolver on his hip. Big red eyes. Yep. This was a live action debut that probably made a lot of fans excited. Oh yeah, for sure. Like seeing him walk up and like me not even knowing him. I want to tell you my experience was more like, "Who the f is what this? Is this cool? Yeah." And that's why I say some of the practical effects yes. and costuming, yep. are, they're just amazing. Yep. It looks so good. Just like a real alien. Yeah. Yep. And Banff. The, there's, uh, there's a shoot little off. showdown. Banff goes down. Yeah. The, let me tell you, this guy is not one to mess with. Yeah, I had a, I had a feeling that he was like and there's, the best in the West. There's there's history between him and Boba Fett. Mm, yes. Right. Um, they cross paths a lot in the Clone Wars. Right. Yeah. Um, a little fun fun fact. The dent in Boba Fett's helmet <gasps> is from Cad Bane. Whoa. Famous. Yeah. Even I know that. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that it was him, but I know right. now. You, you know the dent. And now I have a fan to share with people when I go to parties and stuff. Oh, yeah. There you go. So thank you. Did you know? <laughs> Did you like, know? The more you, do you know. Do you watch Star Wars? And they go, <laughs> no. And I go, damn it, because that's how it usually goes. <laughs> Why do you think I started this podcast? <laughs> right. Um, all right. Bamps down. This guy's Cad Bane is around, and this is how we go into episode seven, the finale. Yeah. yeah. I mean, again, two episodes, no Boba really at all. Like, yeah. except, for, except for the end. It's they, kind of bookended the, the, each yeah. episode, they, maybe just right. a little bit. A little bit, because here's what they did. They gave Fanic Shin, like, uh, she gave to like, give a speech. Right. Of, like, this is it. Yeah. Like, this is the big hurrah. Boom, seven opens up and everybody is immediately together. And Mando also got the support of Cobb and his people in Freetown as well. That's the huge thing. They were looking for help in any way they could well, get it. Well, Vance sent That's, him packing. Yeah. He sent him He packing. said no. He said no to Mando. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah, he yeah. said no. Good call. But we, he was killed. So maybe, you know, what, what does people think about that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're right. He went there. Yeah. He was successful. Yes. So then Seven comes, Mando's there, Boba's back in it, Fennec's there, and they're all in Tatooine. Yeah. And they're at some place that's been like destroyed. It's it's the the bar, the main bar. Oh, with the with the, the sanctuary, where I think the lady, they called it. With the lady with the long things. Yeah. She's presumably it's, it's dead. Been blown up. Totally blown up. Yeah. Oh yeah. By presumably just one of the factions. Right. Like we don't even know, like, because it's just like wars here. Yeah. And the first guy to show up. Cad Bane? 
Yeah, right? he he shows up. He shows up. It's, it's like, like the first face off, right? With him and Bo comes out. There's uh, he's got all the troops with him, um, from the Pike Syndicate. We find out that's who hired him, is the Pike Syndicate. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, shows up with all those troops out of his back, and he was like, "You want to do this or not?" Yeah, and he was like, "Not really." Bennett kind of talks him off a ledge, right? Says like, "Not today." Yeah, yeah, and and Cad reveals the uh, who actually killed the Raiders. Oh yeah, it was him. It, it was not the biker gang. It was he, they framed the bank or the biker gang. Yes, killing all the Tuscan. He's representing the Pike, the yeah. Pike Syndicate, right? And yeah, the yeah the Pike Syndicate is are the ones that killed their, the all the Tuscan the Raiders, Raiders. Yeah, and it's insane. What happens next? Who's who? Who like shoots first? Who's like? It's basically a battle breaks out in town. But I'm trying to think exactly how it gets there because I mean, obviously, there's a lot of big, great things at the end that we don't want to spoil too yeah, quickly. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't remember these... who fires no, the think, first shot. Yeah, He's, they, I remember him being like, "Oh, I have, I have back shooters too." And yeah, I think it was just kind of. Oh it was yeah, it was the. It until was it the... came, until he comes back later. And it was and exactly, and then Fennec got word of like the Vespa kids were like in trouble. Right. So she went and Vespa like. Vespa kids. <laughs> And she like hops on her thing. She ends up saving them, shoots the people that were after them. They all team up. They kind of come back. And at this point, now the battle is happening. They they roll out the the big gunner droids. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And this is come rolling down the and, street. And these are supposedly also from like the faction in charge right now. They just yeah. got a hold of the of these couple, like some two of the best like droids you've ever seen. Yeah. Like oh yeah, like pre like Republic. Yeah. This is like Prequel stuff. Prequel stuff, exactly. Like it's got this force field around these two giant, like almost crab looking things mm-hmm. that are twenty times bigger than the ones you saw in the prequels. Mandalorian's trying everything. Oh yeah, He's can't f- get through it with the dark saber. They're shooting. You know, they they're like, what do we do? Man, you got Mando and Boba Fett just flying oh, around. Yeah. Awesome, <laughs> just really cool flight scenes. Um, and yeah, Boba. I mean, Mandalorian really needs to work on uh, using that. That dark saber. That dark saber. He's just, it's a little sloppy. Um, and then who shows up to the mechanic lady? Her name is Mata. But our young friend Grogu, Grogu. shows up. He chose Sh- the shirt. Well, you well, you see like Luke's uh, spaceship yes. show up, and you're like, what is this? Yes. They got Luke Skywalker to come help. Again. Again. <laughs> nope. Just Grogu. <laughs> Just yeah. Grogu. Grogu and, and R2. So yeah, like, Grogu and, and R2. R2. So R2 like escorted him? Yeah. yeah. And he, he's just like, hanging out by himself. He's like, baby I, driver. sitting in the pit. I choose Mando, Din Djarin. Yep. Good choice. Just like that. Yeah. Like, he's just back with Mandalorian. He's here. He, like, they end up having the funny scene where they kind of reconnect. And the, They're on the little rickshaw. The little, <laughs> little cart. Yeah. And, uh. That tugged the heartstrings. Tugged the heartstrings. I, I mean, he, he got to help a little bit. Grogu pulls out the leg of one of the things to help it collapse. By this point, they get kind of an edge, but then they don't. They're they're going back down. They're going back down. Where's Boba Fett during all this? Where did right. he go? Right, gone. He's, he's left us. Yeah, just like we knew he would, except Rancor. Yeah, there he is. Riding, riding this, riding the Rancor. Like, it's like a Minotaur. <laughs> he's just up on it, like, straddled. Like, he's like, yeah. this is it. Yeah. Yep. I got the big. He looked at me. <laughs> and then you, I'm the pappy. I'm his dad. And then you remember back in episode two where he was like, I want to ride it. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh, he did. he's gonna, he's riding it. And he's he, just riding it. You think he got a quick, like, training session from uh, 
Danny from Danny, Danny Trejo, Trejo real quick. I mean, I just had so many more questions about He's Danny like, Trejo. This, oh, one, yeah. like, <laughs> this one's the gas. Can we this get, one's the break. Can we get the book of Danny Trejo? <laughs> <laughs> Two episodes of it are about Princess Leia. That's a really long book. <laughs> yeah, it is. He's in everything. But yeah, like, is he an animal trader? Or <laughs> He's in everything. Does he only train rancors? He does not even say anything. Just standing there like, I got your beast. Right. <laughs> um, and this monster thing, it does just fine. It knocks the hell out of these uh, droids, knocks down their uh, force fields pretty quickly, allows yeah. Mando to sneak inside, jump on top of the dark saber, gets him down. Again, <laughs> ba- Grogu, Baby Yoda takes that thing out. We have Black Kersantan coming back to help. Yeah, he was part of the group. He did. He came back. Yeah. He's helping out. Oh, yeah, because they're having to fight like all the other people too. Yeah, it's not just these two droids. There's like these all the all, people. Yeah, all the syndicate. Exactly. That, that Wookiee was taking shots like. Oh man! Right. Yeah, so, for sure. Why is it Fifty earlier. cent out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And anything else in this big fight scene we're missing? Um. So yeah, the the rancors help take down both of those. Like those those robots look straight like they're just taken out of like the prequels. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. For yep, I agree. So I agree. It's like they got this old tech laying around or something. Right, and it's it's so old like they didn't know how to counter it. Yeah, exactly. Like that was the part about his Naboo ship. It's like you can't be tracked. You right. Don't have oh yeah, it's pretty oh, yeah. tracking Man- technology. Remember Mandalorian took it up for a test flight, and those oh, yeah. X fighters, like X wing fighters, were like, "Hold on now." Yeah, well, but it's, uh, it's, it has an instant to jump drive. Yeah, like a uh, hyperspeed yep. thing. Ludicrous speed. Loved it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and he was taking the uh, uh, the same the same pod racing track as Anakin did. Yes. I oh, knew that when he really? was flying that it on the on the yeah, ground because he flew yeah. off that he flew off that little ramp that I'd always yeah. go through on the video game every single time. It's it's hard to beat that <laughs> pod racing sequence in Episode One. Like that's like you talk it about was, talk of the heartstrings. Yeah, video game was was bomb. We it was. To get it. We need to get an N sixty four. Yeah, well, we got, we've got the new TV and the new table set up. We can get a system in here. Um, okay, so the that that's it. the The battle comes to a close. Boba Fett is triumphant. He's the leader of the area. Him and Fennec Shang are like walking through the town and they're like bowing. The people are like bowing to him. And he's like, oh, I don't know about this. Yeah. And she's like, well, if not us, then who? Like right. they're kind of just like oh. assuming the role. You got that bad, badass scene with Fennec Shan where she takes out like the whole whole mob, like. Yeah. The, the mayor family. Yes. Just she a, went in and just like sa- assassinated like 10 people. Yeah. She got to really shine. Yeah. Her for fight sure. Scenes oh, God, and yeah. her shooting scenes, her, her helmet, uh, Maya. What's her name? Uh, Ming Na Wen. Ming Na oh, yeah. Wen. I always. Agent May. Her. Ming Na Wen. Agent May, of course, from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Getting to be the right hand. I think, you know, we'll talk about how we feel about this, but she showed up. Um, total badass. And essentially these two are still going to, they're going to run Tatooine. Anything else can, with those two? Can you believe that they showed a alien being hung on Disney Plus? They did. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She when she assassinated him. She did. She, like, she wrapped the, him the right mayor, around the neck. The mayor with the long neck thing. Yeah. Just gets pulled up from from like the ceiling, and it's just hanging there. Yeah. Just for feet. the rest of the the rest of the oh scene, and while God. she's like yeah. stabbing people. It, I was I was a little <laughs> shocked as well. It was a little gruesome. A little dark. Yeah. Um. The Mandalorian and Grogu, I guess you know you could say they fly off into the sunset. Really, yeah, they've got Grogu in the I little guess. in yeah. the little pod in the back. Yeah, oh, he's in like yes. the droid pod where yeah. like a R two would be or something. Right. Um, and he like kind of tells him like, 
hit the gas. Yeah. You know, essentially. Punch it. And yeah, you know, just like a little kid and they they're off into it. Yeah. These two looking, are looking for Mandalore. Probably looking for Mandalore and like that'll be like season three. Right. Exactly. Um, before we talk about the end credit scene, any other characters that they wrap up in there? Uh, nothing teased about. Well, we saw. Yeah, Cad Bane was definitely dead, so I don't think we have to worry about him. Uh, yeah, back. for sure. Killed by uh, Boba, obviously. Mm. That, you don't ga- think he's the, coming the back? Stick. I don't. I don't think so. Well, uh, what do you His think? body was gone. Oh, really? Yeah. Like they didn't find it. Yeah. Oh well, he's alive. Yeah, I. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I know. Thought that it, he's I thought. Dead. I thought. He, I saw him dead for sure, but you never know. It's Star Wars. Oh yeah, for sure. Like you <laughs> they know, got, they got shot him tanks. in the chest, but he's like, "Oh, you didn't know. My species has our hearts and our and legs. crotch." <laughs> yeah, I gotta, don't kick me there. Oh, I don't. I don't have anything here where you shot me. <laughs> no major organs true, there. True. <laughs> All right, that's Boba Fett. That's Finnick Shang, Mandalorian, Grogu. I think those are the major characters. And uh, well, before I guess we'll credit talk, scene. We'll, oh, let's go ahead and do it. In credit scene, we get it. The healing chamber's back. Yeah, and and we've got the uh, yes the surgeon guy. The surgeon. So that was something we didn't talk about. We right. get we get some of the episodes. I don't know if it was like the three. Ves- the Vespa gang. He was the guy who altered them and gave them robotic parts. In well, and it's who Boba brought Fennec to to heal her. Yes. So like when he found her in that Mandalorian episode, mm-hmm. they kind of told the rest of the story, yeah. right? Which I felt like. I didn't need to know the rest of the story, but we'll talk about. Like, yeah. I think that's why they. I'll threw take that what in I can was get. Solely that purpose of yeah. showing the so you know who this mod, guy is, mod parlor or whatever exactly. it's what he's doing. And so he's here at the healing chamber now. Apparently, you know, probably like you know, hired by Boba Fett to heal. Cop, Cobb Van, Cobb Van. Yeah, he's in the thing. Timothy, Timothy Oliphant. I like that guy. He's, gone, he's coming back. Hey. You guys are good at names. I guess I'm just bad at him. Yeah. It's okay. That's why we got three. That's yeah. There's three three of us. Yeah. Here. That's why we need someone else on this fourth <laughs> mic to right. keep filling in the names. Um. So that'll be cool. He's coming back. Yeah. Okay. That's the book of Boba Fett. Uh. How about this? I I'll go first, and I'll just get mine done. I love the series. My favorite parts were the Mandalorian episodes. I think that. This felt a little bit like a show that maybe felt like there was a lot to unpack. And then when you got in there, it felt like maybe there wasn't as much. I feel like they could have given Boba more to do. And, you know, I know this is season one. So maybe season two is like, you know, some more firm uh, leader actions. Cause like he's not a leader, he's a bounty hunter. And he's always been a one shot, one one on one guy that kind of did his own thing the whole time. And this is now like I'm gonna lead a whole town. Yeah. So it's very different take on the character. I think it was a bold move. I think it's cool. I think it was one direction to go. I think you know if you're asking me, like I'd be more into like tuned into like how they're treating the Mandalorian, which is kind of more of that true bounty esque bounty hunter esque uh, behavior. Like just give put the helmet on and go do some missions. Yeah. Um, but that was just me. I had a good time with it. It got me jazzed for Mandalorian season three. Um, a lot of fun. And uh, I'll save my rating for a minute. Uh, well, I'll just go and give it to you. I'll give you a, a solid 3.1 for myself. Nice. Oh, very nice. Giggler, let's go to you, man. Talk about anything right. we missed. Final thoughts on the show. No rush at all. So remember in Mandalorian, when we had complained a lot about how 
episodes were just like it was just like a mission and then it's done and then it just moves on i remember people complaining yeah, about that yeah not, not, i guess maybe it wasn't us that much but not really I me mean, P- uh, this P- show was... pc mike kind of complained a little <laughs> yeah shout out pc mike uh i like that this show is definitely not like that but it still wasn't like hit the mark for me really except for the mandalorian parts like that was the best best part of all of it mandalorian grogu luke skywalker ahsoka everything but like i i don't know i'm, I'm not a huge like mando fan like i've seen like the thing with like unmasking a mandalorian like that was the whole first two seasons of the mandalorian like, that's true I, d- I just didn't really need to see that again um but everything everything that occurred with with mando like last few episodes kind of redeemed it kind of brought brought that score up for me so i'm gonna go with a uh, 2.8 oh wow whoa not as good as me yeah i know now was... you got me rethinking everything that's why i'm <laughs> sorry it. no I'm... that's all right that's why hey that's what i do i, I did you write yours down Yes, it's mine, on there. Mine was off the cuff after talking about it. Because yes. I realized I liked it a lot more, and I think that the Mandalorian stuff is what pushed it over the three. Yeah, and like there's so many. Because it's definitely, definitely. Probably, if, I, if you take those out, it's like a 2.5. Yeah, there's so many callbacks to like, for even like a like a casual Star Wars fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's that was one of my other favorite parts. Like that that Naboo Starfighter, like that was awesome. Like seeing that, was that cool. again, I didn't, that was so unexpected. And it was like kind of a short little like little thing tucked in there. But there's there are a few other things off there. Like, like black chrysanthemum like that yeah that was cool no i had no idea what that what that was yeah i didn't know i needed that, <laughs> I, I think he's a comic now that's a character. freaking character and i've been playing Fortnite every day for the last like month now mm-hmm. my new my new thing you and like Fortnite? he's a character in that now but i got the oh, nice got the spider-man venom and batman skins right i got so. i'm gonna have to jump back in <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know he was in there yes i yes. got the mando skin from a couple years ago yes they added everything the other day and i've i had to spend a lot of money so nice. <laughs> I don't know. It's not, it's not a lot. It's like thirty bucks. And yeah, I, yeah. I have those V bucks. Yeah, yeah. But now you're that character. Yeah, it's great. Change your whole life. Yep. yep. <laughs> All right. So fair. It's a fair share. Fair score. Um, are you excited for the season two of the book of the Boba Fett if they make it? I don't think it's been confirmed, right? I don't think so. Sure. I mean, we're gonna watch it for similar reasons. Yeah, I'm like, I'm only watching it for like we for still gave reasons, it a but... whole episode. Yeah, yeah I, because I'm, we knew. I'm glad I watched it. I watched it twice, and I still enjoyed myself today. Mm. But it's just like not—I don't know—just Boba, just not. I just don't need more, more Boba. Like the mystery behind the character, I think, is the one of the biggest like things that like was attractive about it. And this is not—I wouldn't say this like ruined it all, but like it just kind of took away some of the mystique. I think that surrounding that person. Yeah, but, the 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 mystery of me of what made it cool was like yeah. was that the mystery, the possibilities. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that could have been. Yeah. Um, and you're gonna give your rating, Scotty Scoop. Let's go to you. We'll keep the round table going, but let's get your thoughts. Um, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that this was good for what it was. You know, you you said you didn't like it because it wasn't like the Mandalorian, and I think it was good because it wasn't like the Mandalorian. Like, I don't think they needed to retread the lone bounty hunter thing again. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I really like that he kind of made it like a team aspect. He always had his right hand man and he's recruiting, recruiting, recruiting. And it was a build. And then you got a break from that with the Mando episodes. And I think that put it over the edge for me. And I, I'm going to, I would give it like a 3.3. Nice. You know, I'm a, I'm a little older, so I'm a little closer to the original yeah. uh, movies. And seeing a lot of this stuff brought back those memories. And I can see why a lot of fans were a little disappointed that they, they kind of leaned on the Mandalorian yeah. a little bit. Yeah, for real. But uh, it's, uh, as a whole, I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. Super fun. 
love to see another season. Yeah. Like it's, I mean, we're, we're addicts, you know? So of course oh, we're, yeah. we're going to put this stuff on. We'll have a good time. Um, but I mean, it, it did, I agree. Like it did, like for me, it fell a little flat. Like it just, it wasn't just the overshadowing of the Mandalorian episodes. Like a little, a little bit of me, like felt like, you know, what are they trying to do with this character now? And like, how long is this going to go? And like, you know, you picture season two and you almost don't even know what that would be. Like, right. Like, is it going to be like him in the town again? There's like a new yeah. threat or is it, you know, is it, is it more threat based action where someone's coming for the throne or maybe, you know, the next thing will be like people mess with his people. Right. Or he needs to extend his territory. Exactly. From Mos Espa to Mos Eisley. Yeah, for sure. Um, go ahead, I would Andy. give the theme song a 4.0 though. Oh man. Big fan. I have, I've had Great. it in my head all day. <sighs> All day, and I can't get it out. So dope. Every time it come up, Carrie just go, that's nice. Yes. <laughs> that's nice. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to those guys who do those theme songs. The yeah. Man- the Mando one is great as well. Well, and the branding, the and the, oh, the graphics, like, the lettering, like, yeah. uh, everything is so intentional, and, uh, I mean, it feels, it feels Boba, and to see him on that poster in 2022 is cool. Yeah. And I don't know if you're, if you remember the squad, as the show was going, I was sharing the character posters week by week uh, and some great artwork, mm-hmm. really great artwork. Yeah, for sure. I believe that. Um, okay, well, if we can, there's going to be more thoughts that come up, I can tell, because I've got a couple fans I want to highlight. If you guys want to, if that's cool, we'll just get right into that. Yeah, do it. We talked about what we thought of this thing, Book of Boba Fett, Disney Plus out there, what we love hearing from the fans. First up, coming at us from Instagram, this is our boy dan p he is one of our patreon patrons this means he actually gives us his hard-earned money to help us propel the show and make cool studio upgrades like what you're seeing today brand new camera angles dan that's because of you and he had some thoughts on the book of boba fett he says mostly superheroes do you guys feel that the star wars shows have become filled with too much fan service i've been a a star wars fan for a long time and these series are beginning to feel like fan fiction also, please weigh in on the Power Rangers like speeder bikes. DP. <laughs> I probably stole that from you, Dan, when I said Power Rangers earlier, but you are spot on. They are oh, like, yeah. They are, you t- listen, here's it's the thing. A about sore it. thumb. Let's, let's address a couple of things. I'm going to start with the bikers. The speed bikes, man. Okay, so I'm the guy that like I'm very like, show me everything different. I want to see it all. Like Star Wars, that's what, in Marvel too, is what gets me excited is like, you never know what you're going to get. This was the first time that in one of these fandoms that like it felt like somebody at like a dinner party with like some clout, like got a hold of like, you know, John Favreau right. or Dave Filoni and was like, if you don't put these four kids, I'm going to kill you and your family. Right. <laughs> this is this is someone who said, hey, man, like, I understand what you're trying to do. Well, we got to sell toys. And if we don't get these scooters off the shelves, we've got to well, sell toys. And these are toys. And they're colorful. They're colorful. They're they shiny. Set. The kids are going to see them walking down the aisle, because, stand out who the, from everything else. Who were those kids? I don't But it, the whole time, every time they're on the screen, I was like, are these, are these kids getting a spinoff show? Well, they're, they're like, they're on there so much. And even at the end, yes. when, when they like, came, when oh, they came to save uh-oh. Black Kersantan and that guy did that spin move. That was yes. totally unnecessary yep. and shot that, that guy. Yeah, I was that like, was nah, 
this is like a total jump the shark moment here. Yeah, and getting like a lot of dialogue, like a lot of intense action. Like it felt very much like, what is this? Yeah. That felt a little fan service to me for sure. But I think, you know, I think Dan's asking here in general, he's saying the, the show felt a little fan servicey. I, I get it. But what do you want them to do? Like, they want to please the fans. Uh huh. And the fans want what they want. Yeah. You know, I like to see all the characters and, and have everyone interact and bring them all together. Right. Like, yeah, that's very fan servicey, but it was awesome. Yeah. It was still fun. Yeah. And I feel like this would be definitely one that would be fun to rewatch. Cause you're just back on Tatooine kind of hanging out. With For Boba real. Fett. Yeah. Like, so I get that. Yeah, it's, part a good, of it. it's a good question. I don't know if I, if I have enough star Wars knowledge or like love to like, even to, to like answer this question though. Mm-hmm. too much fans yeah like, I, I think that's because i don't yeah. know what the pe- i don't i don't spend a lot of time like like with marvel and stuff like that i follow a thousand marvel accounts on instagram watch yeah. reddit and all that stuff so I, I know what the fans are asking for that's fair. i don't know what fans are asking for like i guess other than boba well, fett stuff, and they got it yeah, so stuff like cad bane and black kersantan yeah. and all these you know tertiary characters brought from other types of the star wars media brought into the live action like that that's what you would label fan service. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I think it worked. Yeah. If, yeah. if fan you know? service works out, then right. it's a, I mean, just, that's just a great a great movie. If but you're not servicing the fans, who are you making well, this for? Well, and also this also goes to what we always say, right? Like this is Disney and like even Star Wars before it was Disney. Like you're trying to hit this massive audience now, worldwide yeah. now. Yeah. And to make something again for make something for everybody, but you're kind of making something for somebody. Yeah. And I think you guys are hitting the nail on the head. Like, I mean, Star Wars is not my favorite fandom. Like, you know, we kind of admitted that coming into this episode. I think we did a great job, like, doing our due diligence and research to bring you guys mm. some good info. Um, but we do actually have a diehard fan. I know where you stand. Where does Star Wars fall on your kind of fandom list? Uh, I would say top five for me. Top five? What, yeah. What's your it's, list? It's up there. Oh, you need Marvel, DC, and probably Star Wars. Yeah, still, Star still Star Trek. There. Is in there. Yeah, okay. Yeah, for sure. Star Wars for you is like, I mean, you got Marvel. I'd say five to ten, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. It's yeah. I got I to gotta write these things down. What, if my, well, we'll, like, well, what the, do you even have to choose uh, yeah, from? Well, we're gonna it's start, like really hard. We're going to start doing this on the show, too, trying to kind of like quantify all this and try to help us try to have like a okay. compass to follow to, to see like where we're following all this. But we do have a real fan to bring in. I did a little bit of uh, reaching out to our boy, Jedi Jake. <laughs> Just testing it out. Rolled right off the tongue. I think it sounds pretty nice. Jake's a good friend of mine. I've known him for a long time since we were kids. We're actually from the uh, same hometown as well. And he is a diehard Star Wars fan. And he wrote us a nice letter, which kind of his hot takes. It's cool with you. I'm just going to read this thing. Go for it. Do it. Come from Jake. Here we go. I did not like any of the Robert Rodriguez directed episodes. Every episode not directed by him was considerably stronger. I agree with that. The cyberpunk Vespa gang was so effing cheesy. Yep. The stuff with the Tuscans was awesome, and I wish they would have kept them around longer. Yeah. People are mad that Mando was a focal point when he has his own show, but I think it's clear that he's the guy in the Star Wars universe right now, and mm. everyone kind of moves around his story. Yes. That's he, an interesting he was, point. He was there to prop up this story, because without him, mm-hmm. you've got four episodes. Mm-hmm. And, and not really anything that was as interesting. Yeah, exactly. It almost felt like to me a little he bit. He was like, a crutch. It was like it was almost like they got like 
they're like, all right, well, how many of these episodes have we got? We got seven. And they're like, we better pull in some Mando stuff. <laughs> we're not, we're running out. Um, okay, number five here. I wish Grogu would have got Yoda's lightsaber, but I'm still holding out hope for that. Loved them bringing back Black, Chrysanthemum, and Cade Bane to live action. Cad, Cad Bane is mm. awesome, and I hope he's not dead. It would suck if that's really how he goes out. Yeah, agreed. I did like the season, just not as much as maybe I should have. Like I said, I did like the season, just not as much as maybe I should have. Like I said, the Robert Rodriguez episodes were weak, in my opinion. I think it was average, but could have been great. I think the biggest issue I have is wanted Boba to be a cold-blooded badass, and they kind of made him a corny, made him corny in some episodes. He talked way, way, way too much. Needed that helmet on more. Yeah. The people who have a dump in their pants because the focus went to Mando need to chill out. Those were the best parts of the show. My favorite cameo was BD one, the droid from the PS4 Xbox game, Jedi fallen order. Yep. Just played that. You did like a month, uh, two, two, three months ago. So you know what he's talking about. Oh yeah, exactly. He was Jedi Cal Kestis droid. That was a nice cameo. I hope Cal shows up at some point. Oh man. I hope so. That would be awesome. Pretty cool. So you know, these guys played by uh, one of the guys from shameless. Who also played the Joker William in Mace. Gotham? Oh, the young redheaded kid. Yes, oh. yes, of course. Yep. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yes, yes. He plays the video game guy. A lot of good with the show, and a lot that could have been better. But the most important important part for me is it has hyped me for Mando season three. Yes, Jake gives it a three point one out of four point oh. Yeah, fair. Uh, a couple of bonus things from Jake here. He also loved the Luke and Ahsoka interaction. I wish we could get more of that relationship. Oh, I think we'll get more. Also, Anakin and Ahsoka were so close, so it would be good to get Ahsoka telling Luke stories about his dad and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I think we'll get, yeah, we'll get some of that. They definitely teased that when they, they, because they were like, well, when are we going to see each other again? Yeah. Like, I think, I think it's kind probably of in the Ahsoka show, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, big thanks to Jedi Jake. What do you guys think of that nickname? Yeah, it sticks. You think that's, yeah. is that going to be it? Yeah. We'll, we'll run it by him. I didn't. Re- well, I didn't run it by you. I didn't run your nickname by you. And yeah. And I'm. But then I'm like, am I just the asshole picking nicknames for people? Because <laughs> like maybe you should get to pick your own nickname. Yes. Yeah, you guys. I don't think that's possible. You can't pick your own nickname. Uh, I want you guys to know though. If you if you ever want it to change, just we'll I'll, we'll see. Well, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm locked in. It's my my Xbox name now. So. Oh, nice! It's starting <laughs> to take over the handles yeah. and whatnot. You need, it's your person. It's your that's your public facing personality. That's right. When you get real big. No, uh, Jedi Jake. We'll see if it sticks. But either way, Jake, man, appreciate you. Appreciate Dan P., one of our Patreon patrons. Um, the Star Wars, the Book of Boba Fett. I think we got a lot that we brought to the table. We hope you guys enjoyed it. And we always want to hear from people when we talk about this stuff. So Star Wars has a lot more to bring to the table. The Mandalorian's not going away. We got season three coming. They've teased it out. And who knows? Probably more Boba Fett at some point. because oh, they- I'm sure. Seems like they love making it. Uh, I'm sure there will be an entire Boba Fett episode in The Mandalorian season three. <laughs> yeah, at least yeah. two and or three. Everyone of them. is going to love it. Yes, it's almost. We didn't really talk about that, but like that was kind of like the first time one of these shows really did just kind of mix their mm-hmm. stuff. It, you know, it's not like you watch WandaVision and two of the episodes were about the Falcon. Like it, no, this is a Wanda story. You know, this this was no. We're gonna we're gonna bring in the Boba Fett. Yeah, and we're gonna bring in the Mandalorian. Like you're gonna we're gonna continue a couple things and. I don't know. I'm kind of into this a little bit. We'll see how Star Wars handles it moving forward. For sure. Let's talk about what's coming up. Holy shit. 
<laughs> Language. <laughs> nice. Uh, man, it's been a while since we've been in here, and it's so good nerding out with you guys, and we have a lot to nerd about in 2022. Um, I'm just going to breeze through these real quick, but Marvel Studios, I definitely want to start highlighting our calendars by fandom. Morbius is coming up April 1st, not pushed yet. Multiverse of Madness is May 6th, and July 8th is Thor Love and Thunder. Uh, November 11th, Wakanda Forever. So we got these first four up. We also have some shows that could be coming this summer. I don't know if we've had any new dates. Maybe you guys can help me out here. Miss Marvel, She-Hulk, Moon Knight, and the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Did that get pushed? Um, I think that might have been pushed because I think Guardians got pushed. Because Guardians got pushed, which I would, think so, which well. makes sense. So we'll, we'll keep confirming this. But March this... 30th, Moon Knight, I believe. Yeah, Moon, the date. Moon Knight is March. March? Yes. So we're going to have Moon Knight March 30th? In a month. I'm finding out right now. Yes. In a month, we will have Moon Knight. Oh, my gosh. So that's right before Morbius. I want to say it's maybe five or six episodes. Scott, talk to me. How are you feeling about this? Uh, I am so amped. We're talking about a month out. Yeah. I'm I'm so amped for this. I guess we'll have to talk about it. Yeah. Well, I guess we will have to talk about it. No, we will for sure. Um, Man, I cannot wait for Moon Knight. All these look good. And we also have DC lineup happening, man. Here in just a couple weeks, the Batman. They're that's back. Not, that's not the right date. No. That's the old date. Yeah. This that's, is March 4th. Yeah, and we're going March 2nd, Andy. Yeah. Wednesday, March 2nd. Yeah, yeah. We got our tickets. Scotty's yeah. going to have his tickets. We'll be talking about that. July 29th. Some of these dates might be old. Uh, Black Adam. We got the Flash coming, and then Aquaman. We had that great DC teaser that came out just a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Maybe I mean, who, let's just talk about it. spoiler alert for that one minute clip that DC released, um, showing all these titles some, we yeah, just talked footage about, and from, ma- from each one. You guys remember the characters? Oh, that we yeah. saw. Yeah. I mean, obviously the ones we just mentioned, but let's let's rattle off a few. Hawkman. Hawkman. Um, Doctor Fate. Doctor yeah, Fate. That was wild. Pierce Brosnan. Pierce yeah, Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan. Someone else. Um, oh, the Adam. Oh yeah, Adam. Like smack, like going you know, through like giant going man? through a, ta- a town. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So DC, they're bringing it this year. We'll see. We got a. I mean, Batman. We well, can watch for that in just a couple episodes. They've already brought it. To be honest, you look at that bottom left. We'll get. <laughs> oh yeah, and that's yeah, actually going to be uh, coming up next week. Which I hear I can actually skip to this. Next week we're talking Peacemaker may not be a family-friendly episode. Yeah, I think we'll have to come in with, like, you know, it's a rated R show, and whenever it's rated R, like, we're going to be repeating cuss words and talking about gory stuff, and uh, this show is going to be really fun. So I don't know if this is one you watch with your kids. I want to know what you parents are doing out there. What'd you do? Did you just watch... Did your your kids watch any of this? Uh, No, I watched it alone. (laughs) (laughs) Not even Shanna? Not even... Shanna would not stand for it oh my goodness she, i think she watched one episode and she was like i i can't deal with this oh my god too yeah. over the top for her i mean how i mean how could you not love eagly eagly man john cena uh james Vig- vigilante vigilante maybe stole the show oh yeah um P- james gunn just came in and killed it writing and directing this thing i can't wait to break it down with you guys oh, yeah. and i will tell you this i plan on that four seat being filled Oh, man. I'm not going to say who because it's kind of a toss-up right now. It depends on if someone commits, and then I have a really good backup that I'm going to ask that maybe we can get in here. So okay. um, we're just – I'm going to say say it like this. We're looking to fill that fourth seat a little bit more this year. My buddy John Cena's in it right now. Yeah, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> 
He, he, he doesn't know. Uh, you know, I do. You, yeah, <laughs> okay. you, I, it took me a second. <laughs> yeah, it's, it does sometimes. It's okay. Um, Here's some big Hollywood blockbusters that'll be coming uh, to theaters this year. I want to know how excited you guys are for these. John Wick, Chapter 4. Any I John think, Wick people? I think that got pushed to 2023. So that might be gone already. Yeah, yeah this is these are the old titles. I haven't updated these yet. It's part of why I want to bring them up. Top Gun, is that still happening? That is still happening yeah. this year. Um, how about Jurassic World oh, Dominion? Yeah. Wait, cannot I, wait. I saw a preview for that uh, just on Friday when I saw Uncharted. I mean, preview I am good. ecstatic. Yeah. Bringing back a lot of the OG cast. Bryce Dallas Howard oh, di- yeah. directed the Mandalorian episode oh. of Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. And is she she's an actress in the movie. She, yeah, she's she, the... But is she like, is she director right on this or is she just playing? I think she's just in the movie. She's an actor, yeah. yeah. Okay. And then Mission Impossible 7. I'm not, I never even watched those. Me either. Oh, man. That that might round out my top five mission of oh man oh man Tom, oh yeah because you Tom love and you love Cruise. Gold, I could, you yeah like, I was gonna say Tom Cruise you well go. and oh. you like uh you like James Bond yes so this is like the Tom's this is his James Bond. oh yeah total Tom Cruise stand over here okay well that could become that should be coming this year too yes um so lots of movies to talk about and Star Wars of course we just talked about it the book of Boba Fett it's out there Obi Wan Kenobi's coming later May. What in the world? May is going to be a big month. You talk about a show I'm excited for. Ewan McGregor bringing this character back. Hayden Christensen coming back as Darth Vader. How is this going to work? I don't know. Andor? Anybody know about this? Oh, Cassian Andor from the uh, uh, Rogue One movie. Oh, okay. So this, this is the Rogue this One. This is a prequel same, of Rogue One. Same group. Uh, just just him. Just the main guy. He, the was, one guy. he was the the captain of the ship Yes, with the uh, the uh, the robot. Yes. Sidekick. Oh, so we'll get both of them. Um, I really hope so. What about Bad Batch? You watching that? Uh, I am not watching Bad Batch, but I uh, eventually I'm going to give that a shot. Got Mandalorian maybe coming this year. I don't think we've got a date on that yet. A droid story, the Acolyte, and Ahsoka. Uh, these are still a little bit in Rumorville. I don't know if we're going to get all these. We're going to be busy. We're going to be busy. Lots yeah. to talk about. And, of course, we told you guys we got big goals for the year. Big three things. And you can find it all at MostlySuperheroes.com forward slash music, forward slash events, forward slash give. We're bringing more music into the show, local artists, venues. We're going to be doing more events, and we want to work with charities to make some money for good. And we're living up to our promise. We got our first event happening this Friday, February 25th, at Well Spent Brewing Company. Right here, been rocking the sweater the entire episode. Super Smash Brothers 21+. plus. Doors open at 7, tournament starts at 8, prizes for the top three competitors, extra screens for friendly matches if you don't want to play in the tournament, and bring your own controller if you have one. It's a switch. Are you ready? Andy's been practicing. Scotty's been practicing. I haven't. I'll probably just do the free play. Scotty, talk to us about Friday and how excited you are. I am going to be so terrible at this game, but I'm going to do. I'm going to give my best. Okay. That's all, that's all we can ask. Uh, yeah. And it's a brewery. It's a brewery. It's well-spent brewing. They so, got beer yeah, on tap. You You're going to be fine. Lots of good beers there. Yes. Andy, how are your skills on Super Smash Brothers on the Switch? Um, I'm just going to tell you right now. I'm going to move this real quick. Okay. Um, Just so we can make room for when I win that trophy. Okay. We'll go right here. All right. Well, I, it's up to me where everything goes on the oh, shelf, yeah, but I know right. what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, But you're well, going to get that trophy? Yeah. And Laura over there at Well Spent, she showed us the trophy. You can find the picture of it That's on beautiful. our Instagram. You can sign up by emailing Laura. The link will be in our episode description today. Go to mostlysuperheroes.com forward slash events. We are so excited to partner with a local brewery for our first ever in-person event. 
Can you believe it, Andy? Season three, here we are partnering with a local St. Louis business. We are so pumped for this. I mean, we just went to the office trivia there a few weeks ago. Yep. And seeing this advertised in the bathroom just gave me the just one of the happiest things I've ever seen. Just, just ads for this everywhere. Like I just, every time I went pee, I was like, "All right." <laughs> yeah, they had cool. they had mostly superheroes the, in the a, bathroom. They had up in the foyer in the bathroom. These nice. guys are ready. Laura's excited. We're gonna be there. We're gonna have recording equipment. Our new banner. You won't be able to miss us. And we're bringing some exclusive, mostly superhero stickers and some merch that we're gonna give away. So definitely come show up Friday, Friday, February twenty fifth. Doors open at seven. Tournament starts at eight. And get ready to play some Super Smash Brothers at a brewery 21 plus. We can't wait. We'll see you there. Can't wait. Get ready to get some merch. If you need some for the event, you can find it at mostlysuperheroes.com forward slash merch. And don't forget about new episodes of the show every Monday, Sunday on Patreon, where you get that pre-show, the exclusive part of the show before we start, where we're BSing, catching up a little bit more behind the scenes from Scotty, Andy, me, whoever else is in the studio that day. And that's mostly superheroes this week, folks. Andy, how'd we do? We did amazing. Best episode yet. Was that it? Best one? Yeah. We live really by the last really, one, don't we? Like, just, I've been in awe the whole, whole time here. It's hard to concentrate because I'm like still just giddy. You I think know, I told know. Carrie, I was like, I'm, I feel like once we're in here, like, I mean, I get lost in here. Oh, yeah. And I, now we could walk out and the world could have ended. I have no idea. Like, it feels like it's like 9 a.m. Yes. Like, it feels totally different. It could than, be any time. I think before we could, like, see the windows. And <laughs> yeah. so it was like you could yeah. see the nighttime and you'd be like, oh, it must be like really nighttime. Right. But, uh, Scotty, how'd you do today, man? Uh, how'd you enjoy being in the new studio? Oh, man, it was so great. Everything looks so great. Uh, super awesome. Breaking everything down. It's It's been too long. Been yeah. too long. Yes, and uh, I think we're I think we're getting good at it. Yes, um, got, starting to flow. We got fa- ourselves on the back yeah, starting sure. to flow. We got fans that are showing up and watching us everywhere on the internet, listening to us in their podcast app. And uh, I gotta say, man, this is a pure joy to me to be in here with you guys. Um, but I realized after the last couple years is that it is about right now and living your life and having fun because. You never know where it's going to go oh, yeah. or when it's going to be done. And this is fun. Get it out there. Like if the world is out here showing us fun movies and TV shows, we the least we can do is nerd out together yeah, and talk about bask it. Bask in the joy of the nerdiness. I think that's it. Yes. Well, I think we have. Oh, yeah. yeah it's here. That. It's exploded. Yes. All right, guys. Well, we'll see you next week. Peacemaker. We'll see you both here, right? Oh, yep. yeah. I'm yep. here. Have a fourth one. And then uh, we'll be talking about the Batman after that. <sighs> And, 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 and. Yeah, it, it never ends. All right, we'll see you here, guys. See you on the internet at MostlySuperheroes.com. Tell a friend, check us out, and join us on Patreon if you want that exclusive content. We can't wait to see you next time. We want to hear from you at MostlySuperheroes.com. Have a great week. We'll talk to you then. Take it easy. <laughs>